0: Tonight's show is brought to you by the Imperial Federalist Labor Party of Veloxi's Vixens. We're a fun, independent faction that's conveniently located near resource extraction sites, conflict zones, if we're lucky, and has excellent outfitting and shipyards. From mining to bounty hunting to smuggling and more, come to Townbow Station in Orcus and hang with Veloxi's Vixens today. <laughs> Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Space Game Junkie Podcast. I, as always, am your co-host, Brian, and joining us, as always, is your co-host, Jim.
1: For the first time, we're going to have a game on here that I like.
0: No, that's awesome. not true. That's so Okay,
1: well, all right. But I do like this game.
0: Yes. I, uh, it. I like also it a lot. T- yeah, we all do. Also joining us is your co-host, Hunter. Damn people are easily
2: frightened, but they'll be back, and in greater numbers. Frankenstein <laughs> never scared me. Marsupials.
0: Did.
2: <laughs> so what is fast. that from?
0: What is that from? That sounds really.
1: That's um, Kevin Pollak like... doing his uh, his walking impression.
0: Oh yeah, marsupials never scared me. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Because I've heard that. that <laughs> he does. Uh, he, him, and uh, Jay Moore. Yes. Really, do the best walking impersonations. Oh, and Kevin Spacey also does an amazing one. Well. I
1: wish that I could because if I could, I would never talk like me again.
0: It's not easy. I mean, I I kind of can do it, but it's not easy. The best is out here. Sometimes they have a show called All About Walking. It's eight walking impersonators, both male and female,
2: doing That's fantastic,
0: doing fantastic. bits of his movies and stuff, and and they get audience participation and they do some improv all all in walking, and they have wigs with the big hair. Yeah. <laughs> By the stuff. way,
1: I have to I have to I have to throw out an X Wing Alliance thing.
0: Great okay. news, Jace. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> See, when I think of Jace, I think of the Wheeled Warriors. Oh, yeah, Jace is, is, and the is, Wheeled is, Warriors. Yes, that's what I think of. With plants and the
2: cars and, and those and, the, on them and shit. And, and,
0: when I, and, when and, I bite
2: into a Jace, I get the sensation that oh, I'm on top
0: of a mountain. <laughs> the wheels for those cars were like half the height of the car. It's amazing. They were like they were like super hot, massive wheels. Anyway, uh, hello, so everyone.
1: hot wheels. Uh
0: oh, <laughs> huge yeah. wheels. We have a guest this week joining us from Beckley, West Virginia. I hope I remember that. Unapologetically
1: is, from West Virginia.
0: Is is Jace a- Jace Masula, the the developer of Astrox hostile space excavation simulator. <sighs> that's a that's a mouthful. That's a mouthful. <laughs> that's a mouthful. <laughs> Welcome, Jace. How you doing?
3: I'm doing pretty good. I'm glad to be here.
0: We are too. You just had a seven mile uh
3: Seven hours. Seven
0: hours. Sorry, seven mile. Seven hour drive, like across, like up like up the middle of the country almost.
3: Yep. So, I make that trip about I make that trip every month. So really? Yep.
0: Is it family? And that if I may ask, is is it family? Um
3: actually I work. I'm a
1: professional tattoo artist and I work down in Atlanta, Georgia. Whoa. Oh whoa, Damn. wait. So so you take 77 <laughs> down and what, 95?
3: I take 77 and then I shoot over to 81 and take 81 all the way down to 75.
1: Oh okay. So how close to Raleigh does 81 get? Cuz I know 85 is like right next to you. or you um, go through like Greenville. Greensboro. I go through Bristol. Bristol. Okay. Yeah. All right, I was going to say if you if you yeah. actually like got as far as hitting 85 or something, then Yeah, I I'd, hit 85. I just like I hold the beer out the window. You could grab it on your
3: right
0: oh, oh, there we go.
3: Yeah, we'll have to figure that out. Because I can go the eighty-five way too. You know, just take the eighty-five to seventy-seven, straight up through. I think what Charlotte. Yeah. 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 and Then you can stop. Sure. City whatever Hunter.
2: way you want to go. Yeah. There. there, right, so, there it, it,
3: it, it's a couple mile difference. It's really not very, very much of a difference.
2: Sorry
0: about the audio, guys. Uh, I I had just had to reinstall Skype, and I my my, my microphone was super loud. No, your mic's fine. No, Sound well, in, in viewers, Skype, the viewers. in the viewers, for the viewers, uh, it's really loud. Or yes. you mean
1: in uh, in uh, OBS?
0: I think it was OBS. So I'm tur- I turned me I turned me down and I turned uh, you guys up. Um, me. so hopefully,
1: can oh, little well, Tie Fighters turned me on too? But
0: yeah, hopefully, hopefully, hope- <laughs> hopefully.
1: Every now and then I get one down off the shelf, just kind of like rub it on my nipple a little bit.
0: Hopefully that'll do the trick. <laughs> Not, Not off.
1: Turn the lights down a little. <laughs> Hey man, Hunter helped me build the shelves. He knows about the shelves.
0: I know about he the knows shelf. what
1: horrors lurk on the shelves.
0: He's a tie fucker. Tie fucker. Yeah, I'm not. sorry. F bombed that... already. All right, tip jar. That's uh, that's what I do. Mm. Tip um, jar. Um, I swear. So, to oh wow, you can change. So okay, so we're talking about Astrox. now. This game for a while was a browser game. You could play on where did you play Congregate.
4: Yeah,
0: yeah, I think, yeah, 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 that's where I played it a while ago. And uh, I was really impressed at how fleshed out it felt. Like, why isn't there a, uh, a, a normal, like, you know, executionable version of this? And now there is, and it's on Steam, and it's been on Steam for a couple of weeks now, if I recall.
3: Yeah, it went up December 1st.
0: And uh is this uh now I'm I I sometimes get confused is this an early access game or is this 1.0 we're out, we're ready to go type Yeah it's of
3: thing? it's a regular release and, Oh, you know damn. of course I keep adding to it so I mean you can call it what you want I didn't want it to be early access because that kind of implied that you know I was going to you know that that players would demand that I continue to work on, and I didn't want that kind of pressure. I like I like enjoying it, so I just put it out as is, and then I just keep building shit on there.
0: No, that's fair. That's good because now that I know it's not early access, I have to do a weekly of it. Uh, so I'm going to remind myself of that. Nice. <laughs> yeah, because I I do weekly uh, let's plays. They're my reviews, basically. How, how um, often do you do that? Yeah. Monthly well, uh, trick questions. Yes, <laughs> monthly, but um. <laughs> If it's an early access game, I'm not going to cover it as a, no. It's not
4: just, early access.
0: See, here's the here's the problem I've been having. Like, so it's it's getting harder and harder to tell what is and what isn't early <laughs> in early access anymore. Sometimes,
2: even even when they do tell you, it's still hard to tell.
0: It, exactly. Well, it's kind of exactly. like my
1: laundry, right? Like, there's various shades of clean. So you know, it's like, did I wear them once? Can I turn them inside out and wear them again? You know, are we a second day on both sides, right?
0: <laughs> and then you have some folks who like will number their game one point something, and yet they say it's still in early access. And I'm like, what? How? Wait? No, dang! That's not how. Fuck. Oh yeah, it's 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 annoying. Numbering's
1: hard, it's, Brian. It,
0: it is. It is annoying. It, it's yeah. it is hard. It, well, it they is. they
1: started teaching that math, uh, right? I can't.
0: I can't math today. So how did Astrox come to be? Oh, and Jim's Jim, uh, your smallest fan, Elliot, with one T, says hello.
3: Oh, excellent. So, well, basically, uh, you know, like I'm sure many of us have been looking for some kind of alternative to Eve that didn't require, you know, investing your entire life into enjoying it. (laughs) Oh, so so you've played this game. Learning learning spreadsheets. Yeah, Yeah, it just got, you know, because I was a a huge E fan for a long time. And one night I just decided, you know, I wanted to, 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 you know, kind of get a quick fix. And I searched around on the internet. I couldn't find shit. And I I found that remarkable. I was like, how did somebody not build this already? So this went on for months. You know, I'd kind of get frustrated looking for it and give up until I, you know, kind of cross paths with another decision I was getting away from Flash development moving more towards Unity and thought, well, you know, I like space games, you know, a good starter game, something that a project that I can start to learn the software with, you know, so it became that's, you know, how Astrox was born, you know, it became just this project that I was working on trying to learn the ins and outs of Unity and how it all worked. And it got to a point where I was enjoying it. I kept playing and stopped working on it, and I was you know, wasting my time. And I said, hmm. you know, I'm, I'm going to put this on Congregate you know, just to see what other people think about it and like, you know, wh- wh- what direction I should go with it. And I put it up on Congregate, and I really didn't expect it to do, to do very well at all. You know, I really expected it to be like my other shitty games, and people were like, oh, yeah, this sucks or whatever. Hmm. And it actually did really well, and it ended up winning the weekly contest and then the monthly contest – and it won um, the best, uh, It was I think it was number seven for the best games of 2014. Oh, wow. Um, and, you know, during this time, you know, a lot of players were interacting with me and telling me, hey, you should do this and you should do that. And I just kept running with it. You know, I was having fun with it. And it kind of, it grew to a point where I couldn't update the congregate version anymore because I think, you know, I was so close to exceeding that 20 megabyte limit that I was like, well, shit, you know, now I guess, you know, I can kind of kill two birds with one stone. If I release, you know, a standalone version, then I can put higher resolution textures in there and, you know, kind of fix up the graphics because originally the, you know, the graphics sucked just so that I could keep it small and tight, you know, so that it would fit on the congregate website. So it got to a point where, you know, I said, you know what, I'll go ahead and release it. And I just started putting it up through PayPal and I had it up on DeSura for a while. And then, uh, it was doing really good on discord. I was excited about it, and uh, then they went bankrupt and they kept every every penny and continued to sell the game along with you know all the other developers' games.
0: Yeah, such and, a shame. It's such yeah. a goddamn shame that.
3: And I think that's when the the big push for Steam came because everybody was just like, "Well, when can I get a Steam key? You know, are you going to put this on Steam? Can I get a key?" I had no idea what a fucking Steam key was. I'm like, "All right." You know, and then, after checking out the whole green light process, I was like, "You know I gotta pay money for this, and you know I finally just bit the bullet and it sat on green light for about a month, and I had pretty much you know resigned to the fact that it wasn't going to get green lit, it just didn't have a lot of exposure, you know it seemed like the voting was doing pretty good, but I just didn't have a lot of traffic, you know, I think I had less than three thousand visits to the page when- mm. maybe less than a thousand votes, and one morning, I signed on and fucking there was that green banner, and I was like, "Holy shit!" You know, I I, I did it, you know, <laughs> and I was extremely excited. I did a happy dance. I smoked a bowl. I was just, you know, <laughs> I was I was all over the place. That's how they roll in. Then, yeah, and then I then then I was uh kind of clued into what, you know, the the future steps that you have to take to get your game in the Steam Store, and holy shit, man, that was a, about a two month nightmare. It, it was. It's really? not what you think. Yeah, man, it was a fucking pain in my like, ass. You got
1: to go through the business license crap, the tax bullshit, the you know, just yep, so much and then, crap.
3: Yeah, and then you know, when when you're, when you finally get all the images done and the descriptions done and all the system requirements and this for that page, and you know, you go through. Oh this man, huge I, f- I forgot about
1: all the freaking <laughs> yeah. They dude seriously you go you go on the steam page and they have like a list of like 50 different sizes like okay this is this banner that has to go and think yep. so when you do your art it has to be resizable to all these different sizes and shapes yeah. like ev- every kind of polygon you could think of that they you know it's squares and rectangles and stuff yep. every shape size and oh, and color it has and... to be in like 4k resolution because they resize <laughs> shit and then oh my god yeah.
3: It, yeah, it was it was quite the task. My favorite was when it was time to actually upload the game, you know, after watching these Tutorial videos and
1: reading the, the page, and I'm not exaggerating. I'm are, you, not are you talking about you know, when I'm, you had to screw around with the script and Steam command? You,
3: when you're at yeah, when you're oh, actually writing script thing. and then
1: you're you're uploading your game via the command line, <laughs>
3: and I'm just sitting there going, of course, you know, of course, this is this is you know the icing Wait, on the cake. What? <laughs> yeah, dude.
1: Yeah, dude. <laughs> you have to write. Nightmare. You have to write a script, right? You download basically the command line version of Steam. Okay. What? There is a command line yeah, constant. How did you have? You've scene. never heard this story. And that I'm when you pull that thing down, this. then there's some scripts that you edit that hook to other scripts that actually build <laughs> the game. So you, you drop all your files into the directories that they're going to live in, and then you run this script. And if you did it right, because if you did it wrong, then you're going to have a bad time. But if you did it right, then it spends like, I don't know, would it take you like a half hour for that sucker to build? It's yeah. It, it, it takes all these files and like wads them into a folder, and then it uploads that, and you know, and, and that's the point where it injects like the Steam API and and all that other stuff, yes. and then it, it sends it up, and then you have a repository in that version, right? So then you can expose yep. that version, or you can expose it just to testers, or you generate keys off of it, or you know whatever. But then when you're going to update the game, then you have to update. You you can either alternate A B and have two repositories and expose them alternatingly, which is kind of the same way to do it um, or you do it like I did, and you just have a repository, and then you overwrite the thing, and then you know download it once yourself, make sure it doesn't blow your computer up, and then you turn it public, so then everybody's yeah. flips to the new version, but there's I'm going no rollback. yeah <laughs> so yeah yeah I'm
3: going. I'm going back and forth cuz that way, you know, if I if I release something that's game breaking, I can be like, "Okay, hang, hold on, let me put it back and then fix whatever the hell's wrong and then I can."
1: Yeah, that you know, so that it. was the lesson I learned the hard way.
0: So.
3: Oh, I'm notorious for breaking shit. Fucking notorious for it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, this game has so far been running pretty damn great, you know. Is that Unity or that that runs so well?
3: Um I,
0: I'd like
1: to think so. I mean, I, I, you know, if it's if if you're not running into bugs, well, that's awesome. <laughs> so, how, so, whenever you were on Congregate, it was also Unity, or did you have to translate yes, it? Yeah. Okay. No, it was all it was in the Unity Web Player,
3: which is now kind of being phased out by the Chrome browser. So, that was also another reason I'm like, you know, I go ahead and try to make this this jump on the Steam and see see what it's all about and. It's been, a, it's been a fun ride for this past month, that's
2: for damn sure. <laughs> so, have you guys docked at space stations yet? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, that feels familiar. <laughs> yeah.
1: You know, the, the one thing, talking mechanics about the game, right? The one thing that I... That
2: I like it, deviates, by the way. sorry. I, I,
1: oh, I like this game a lot. But the, the one thing that's kind of a, a weird deviation from EVE is in EVE, you have the, um, the tracking speed. Of the different turrets, right, and the speed of your ship and how close you orbit the other guy depends uh-huh. you know and that changes like the dice rolls to hit you um, but here whenever you fight it's just kind of like your ship chases their ship or it just stops you know and they shoot at each other kind of thing right so so it's kind of like maneuvering doesn't really do anything
3: well to a degree it does when you're when you're flying around you can get in certain loop
1: patterns. That if you're using the WASD, you oh, yeah. kind of so, so you have to go sh- manual with it. So I can't click a guy and say orbit him at well, a thousand. No, 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 no. You
3: you click on him to get him so that your autopilot is bringing you within range. But then you're manually tweaking that autopilot so that you can get longer loops, stay out of his gun radius. You know, oh, cool. You, so
1: it doesn't you know. break autopilot if I touch the manuals.
3: Though. No, oh, no, okay. no. No, it's cool. ca- it's kind of cool because you know you can get all wonky and then just let go and it'll recorrect you, and then you can. You know, so you can get tighter turns around enemies when you when you get somebody behind you or you get behind him. Oh okay. It just cool. keeps you in rain faster. Or you can stay out of their laser range and just try to dump missiles on them.
1: Nice.
3: Stuff like that.
0: Nice. Now someone has, has anyone m- m- played a game called Taco Dacadum? Tacodum? Tacodum? I think I've heard of it. Someone was saying it's a interesting Brazilian attempt at a soft core Eve.
2: I haven't heard of that.
0: I have, but I've never played it. I I don't even know what to make of that.
2: Like Eve, but you keep your shirt on.
0: There's uh, <laughs> <laughs> the thing. I don't even like Eve very much. I find it overtly complicated for the reward of the the satisfi- any any measure of satisfaction it gives you. But what I like about your game, Jace, is that you have boiled the good stuff. Like yes. the, the mining, you've boiled the good stuff down to its essence. You like, like you've filtered out all that, that, that number of crap and that Excel crap and that skill. Yes. Crap, and well, you've and that, just given us the good stuff.
1: Well, that's, that's another thing too, is like the speed of advancement in this. Cause Eve's greatest weakness to me is that it is not so much a skill based game in the beginning. It is a time-based game because it's like before I am anything but worthless. I have to spend X number of weeks grinding through skill cues, yes. and that is such bullshit. If they if they would get rid of that, I'd go back to it in a heartbeat. But yeah, they don't. Um, but the the other thing is that there was so much grind to get to the next ship, and and it's also. Um, it's gatewayed because of the time factor, right? It's like, oh, I want to fly a battle cruiser. Well, that's going to take me three weeks, and I can queue the skills up, and I might as well just like go on vacation for three weeks, and I'll have it yeah. when I get back. It's dumb. But uh, here, you don't have that, because it's just like, if I can get the money, I can go buy the ship, and I'm good. Yeah, the and the money is not that hard to come by. So that, does it get to the point where, where you're not just breezing up the ships? Because I noticed, I, I went on the wiki, the wiki's excellent by the way. I went on the wiki and mm. was looking at the different ships and I'm like, wow, that one's like 175 million. So that'll probably take me a couple of days to get there. Yeah, they they get up there.
3: Especially when you start getting the ships that open up all the modulators where you can really kind of fine tune your ship. To be very particular, mm. and one of the, one of the things I'm working on now, which I, you know I want to kick myself in the ass for not doing it much sooner, is having the ships save the modules on the ship, so at, you can build a mining ship and leave it fully equipped in the hangar, and then you know be able to switch back and forth between sh- ships without having to reconfigure your ship every
1: single time. So oh yeah, that's one, even Elite Dangerous can't figure that one out. Where you, <laughs> where I can actually, oh really, have a yeah? They don't have any storage. Like I can't take a piece off my ship and set it in a locker and then come back later and plug it back in, like switch my guns out. I have to sell yeah. it and then try to rebuy it and hopefully they still have it. It's, that's it's, retarded. It is. <laughs> like I'm gonna I'm gonna hold on, let me get Braben on the call. You can tell <laughs> Yeah, That'll work. Yeah, that's <laughs> crazy. Yeah, it's a little bit. I, there, that that I, game's that game's like a ninety percent love letter to space games and ten percent like J.J. Abrams made it. I I don't even just see what I did there. Star Wars.
4: I, <clears yeah. throat> I haven't Topicals even uh, Starfleet.
1: Jeez,
0: uh, I almost ran out of fuel just now. I like that. Hey, what I happens like that. if
1: you run out of fuel? Does a toad
0: that's ship a good come question.
1: Okay,
3: so what happens is it'll switch to your energy. You'll go into emergency energy mode, but if you run out of energy too, then you're fucking sitting, you know, you're a sitting duck. So what I would recommend if you do run out of, you know, fuel and energy is just sit still and let your engines charge back up. Let your energy recharge and then slowly move your engine slider so that you're not, you know, full blasting your engine so that you can, you know, oh, so live on lift back home, yeah. Um, if you get close to the center star of each sector, you can also recharge that,
1: but it'll damage your shields. Oh, did, so. is it just being near the star or do you need equipment? Yeah, like a scoop. No, no, you just need to be near it. Okay.
0: Okay, that's handy cuz
3: if if you want to cheat, you can just open up your options and turn off under gameplay, you
1: can turn off the fuel so it doesn't burn <laughs> the fuel. Okay, so so that's one thing I I wanted to bring up in this. Nice. Like that, that is huge about this game because nobody can bitch that this game is too hard or too easy because you have every slider in the world in there. It's oh, like, man, I got more coming. Do you want, like, a gajillion? You should have slider DLC. It's just like, you want more <laughs> sliders? <laughs> Five bucks, more sliders. I don't no, even know what they no. do. It's, I, this one's I, I case, have, that one breaks. Yeah, I'm going to break apart the, the galaxy creation into multiple tabs so you'll be able to modify all the kinds of different stuff. Yeah, so what all can you set right now? Because I want people to hear the length of this list. And I'm I, I'm going to go get a pizza. I'll be back. And you'll probably still be saying.
0: It's pretty impressive, actually. Yeah.
3: Yeah, you can set quite a bit. I mean, pretty much every parameter that, you know, is used in the procedural creation of the galaxies and the stations you can set. And to be honest, there's probably about twice as much of those settings that I haven't put up sliders for so that I could let you get as far as, you know, the naming conventions of the stations. And, um, soon you'll be able to do the colors and, you know, colorize your ships and things like that. Can so. you ever build your own oh. station or anything like that? Is that something that is- that's something I've been wanting to do? Um, because I feel like there's, there's no construction element other than the ship itself. So I've had a lot of ideas that I've been trying to cook up and, and figure out how exactly I'd want to implement it. And you know, I try to take my time and really think about the gameplay elements and the and the the meta involved in how exactly you progress through these things. Otherwise, it just it doesn't feel right when you're playing, and it doesn't have that that magic that makes that makes it feel addictive for right. whatever and it,
1: reasons. Well, and it's all your systems actually make sense. There's a synergy between things. So yeah, so it's you like kind of uh, stay I, I, with that. Yeah, so I got all this ore right, and I can and I brought the ore back. And, like, I got Atomite and Gradion on, on me right now. So if I sell the Gradion, I get $18 a ton out of it, right? So I'm going to get 8000 yeah. or whatever. Um, but if I refine it, then it's going to be, like, a little bit, and I don't really get paid for that. So if I refine it, then what do I do with it? I craft with it?
3: That's right. So the components you can use for jobs – for example, you'll go and you'll find a particular job that's offering you a hell of a lot more money for a smaller amount of a particular component that you can get from an asteroid in that area. So, you know, if you pay attention to the job markets and what those, you know, what those merchants are looking for, you can mine particular rocks, refine it, you know, which obviously would be less if you just sold those components, mm. but you turn them in for the job and end up making ten times more than the ore was worth
1: for all. And what's interesting about the way that you do the job list. Is all the jobs are open? Like you could come in yes. there and and actually complete a job that you didn't even know about because it, it's just like oh yes. I did the thing, and somebody wanted that. So it's almost like NPCs that have buy orders instead of I have to look at the list and be like oh that job I'm gonna do it and then I go out and do the thing. You know, so it's not like a quest like an MMO deal where it's like go get me nine rat tails and bring them back. It's it's just like hey I showed up with them, somebody wanted them, achievement unlocked. So
3: initially I considered doing it more like a, a traditional RPG quest system and then I just decided against it. I mean it's something that we've done a million times and if it wasn't necessary for you to, you know, complete those jobs then why make you accept it first? You know, right. I mean, you have to deal with the timers on how long the job lasts and what happens if you abort it and what happens if you fail it and all that bullshit. I was like that's that's not fun. Yeah. So just do take you, that part out.
1: Do you have any sort of a like a story that is in here at all, or is it just like, you know, grind up to the end of the game and defeat the, the, you know, whatever you set your win condition to be like X amount of money or, or whatever, or is there actually uh, like some NPCs that will ask you specific things or
3: no, there's no, there's no real story. There's no linear story or, or anything other than just kind of the vibe that's put out about, you know, you being in this galactic prison, where they just drop you off on the ass end of space and expect you to mine some rocks for them so they can make money and you survive for it. So that was pretty much the premise of it.
0: And that's a nice simple premise. I, premise. Now I was just looking at those sliders you guys are talking about and they are pretty insane. I like how you can have like you can you can set your starting ship to it looks like the biggest ship in the game, and therefore the difficulty slider is like negative eight hundred.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, how do, how does your difficulty scale like that like is it geographically the further I get in the map, the tougher the enemies get um pretty much yeah,
3: so each sector has its own level, which is represented by a number, and as you progress through those sectors, everything scales gets more difficult. the stations scale, the price of the the variance in prices start to scale so you'll 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 make a lot more money in systems twenty through
1: forty than you will in systems five through ten okay, and then there's like a pirate leader that's in each system right so if i don't kill yes. him the pirates respawn but if i kill him then correct. the pirates don't that is correct okay that's so correct. basically i don't kill him and i can just like farm, farm pirates all day yep and you can farm pirates also from
3: pirate dens you know they start spawning i think you know about halfway up through the, the system hmm. Oh, neat. Well, i
2: really like what you're doing with this um that's, that's kind of like how you used to do it within, with like an eve with rats and stuff like that. You'd, you'd, you'd farm the rats, and that's, I really like this mechanic.
3: Well, I got, I got some ideas to, for some new stuff, um, and I got some ideas to fix some stuff that I, I'm really not 100 percent happy with, and at this point, I know I can do it a lot better, um, mainly the, the, the flight of the ship. And the physics and mechanics involved—it's just not fluid enough. I really want that ship to slide around and and look like a lot more loose. And right now, it feels like it's kind of riding on rails, and it makes its turns are just too tight and too methodical, you know. So I want to—I definitely want to adjust that. And that's something I'll work on in the future. But you know, one of the things i I'm, I'm trying to cook up the gameplay elements for is dungeons, so that you can Ooh. end up at a warp portal where once you pass, you, you first you have to activate it. And you do that by collecting various components and getting little pieces that you need. And I can add a lot more interactivity with NPCs in that respect. Mm. So that you activate this portal, and when you jump through, now you, the only way you can get out is to go forward. And if you die, you lose your ship and everything on it. So you're back outside in a scout, and you lose whatever you had on your ship. You don't lose your money, you don't lose your money or your experience or anything like that. But anything you were flying with, you've you've lost it to that dungeon. But there's rewards at the end, so you try to get through. You know, some dungeons, the, the weaker ones will only be two or three levels, and the more difficult ones will be ten, fifteen levels deep. And you're basically just fighting harder waves of pirates that have different abilities, and you know, you try to just navigate your way through. The the graphics will look like you're inside of some kind of space
1: derelict or, you know, Woo! some kind of giant structure. You so know, all the mechanics will function the same. It just looks different. You know, other thing that I kind of like is your crafting doesn't suck. I wish that more MMOs <laughs> did it this way because there there's one MMO that sticks out in my mind is Asheron's Call that actually did crafting right. And that was for the wizards and the way that they did spells because uh, good luck. <laughs> right. So what it would do is, is it would randomly. You create a character, right, and you're different than any other wizard. So I can't just trade recipes with you. I can kind of have some hints too, but you would buy the components and then you go in the thing, which is kind of Heradric Cube, right? And you just throw some components in there and see what happens and hope you don't blow yourself up. And oh, shit. And, and you know, trial and error. And you could find recipes for stuff that would give you like some basic spells but if you wanted the real kick-ass stuff you had to spend time in the lab like grinding through components until you like eureka i found this thing um which seems to be kind of what you got going on here right because i stick a module in i stick two materials and i see what falls out
3: yes yes basically and 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 there's you know the same module can have multiple variations of components to affect different things on that module for example, you can put a laser in and use two components that's going to increase its its uh damage where another two components on the same laser will decrease its fire rate. So you've got different, you know, different attributes that you can tweak.
1: So you can screw your shit up too, then. Is Oh yeah, yeah. Sure. So you <laughs> sure. so you can make it worse, not necessarily <laughs> better.
3: Well, I don't I don't think I
1: I made it so that you can make anything worse. Oh, okay. But but you can definitely waste. Yeah. So so if you make – like if I stick a laser in there and I stick some components that, that just won't make anything, does it burn the laser up? Is there a chance that no, I lose no, that?
3: No, no, it just it just tells you you've got an invalid configuration.
1: Oh, okay, but so I just you, lose the if material. Yes,
3: If you correctly guess a configuration, it adds it to your recipe book. So you could theoretically sit there and trial and error every single one and figure out
1: all, all okay. 25 recipes. But, but am I burning through at least materials every time I try? No. Oh yeah, okay. You no, I it. thought I thought I had, you know, I was actually going to lose something whenever I.
3: That might be a good idea actually, you
1: know. That might be interesting. Yeah, you could put some risk to that. Cuz Cause, yeah. cause it's like if you go in there, cuz in Ashran's call, you, you know, you could it's like I'm trying to enchant a sword. Oh, I broke it or I made it really shitty, you know, and you hand it back to the guy like sorry about your sword, bro. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like <laughs> the <spell. laughs> uh, And uh or you know, 'cause it 'cause they had you know it was like it was like you'd find different herbs and then you had candle tapers and you had you know all kinds of you know like runes and shit that you'd throw in the bucket and see what happened and yeah. you know and, and it was like people made scripts to you you would load your character up with components and then you'd put him like next to a healing pool, so if he did blow himself up, there was a good chance he'd heal and uh, then you'd just like grind through <laughs> with the script and then you know wake up the next morning and see if you found any spells or not little bit cheaty but um yeah but yeah but but it was it was risk reward like you were losing components that you paid good money for every time you failed uh you know to unlock a recipe i
3: I like that i I definitely like that don't be surprised if you see that pop in there
1: (laughs) yeah i would do it where like the two materials are toast regardless and then there's a chance that you actually lose the component that you're working on and and I would put some things in where you can actually have a negative effect on the component, like oh, this lowers the damage of that laser. Oops!
3: Wow, there you go. So there's like the anti recipe. Yeah, exactly. Where, but where the bad, the negative combination is going to penalize that that device. Right. So so that way, it's Dude, like oh, I'm, I got this I'm really stealing that
1: laser. Do I risk it? So. Consider that stolen.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I like that.
0: So it looked like there were two ways to "quote unquote" win the game, and and one was destroy, and one was earn. Yes. So how does the how do those work?
3: So you can destroy, you know, so many officers. You can destroy a number of, you know, pirate dens. You can destroy, you know, whatever you want, and then set the number that you have to destroy, or you can earn. You know, you can mine this number of rocks. You can kill this number of recons. You can you know, collect this number of whatever. So,
0: I like that. I like the varied, um, you, yeah, you victory conditions. Pay.
3: So, I I think what I need to do now is, you know, with the addition of some some of these newer options that I'm going to put in there, is to create some like kind of default ones, you know, like the, the Miner's Challenge and then, you know, the, the Pirate Hunter Challenge and the, the, the Space Trader Challenge. So that way you can kind of get a preset just by clicking it. It'll, it'll adjust the conditions and we'll give you a good, pretty decent
1: start to a, so, a balanced game. So now that you're on Steam, all right, um, Steam Achievements. It, yeah, we'll, they're coming. We'll, okay, because that moves copies. Eh, you know, the, the other thing that I was shocked is those ridiculous Steam Trading Cards. That sells games. I I cannot explain why. But why?
0: Yeah. Okay. I was about to ask you why
2: because I, I don't no understand. Idea. But
1: there I are don't people understand. in this world that are obsessed with those damn things.
2: And really? Japanese. There's like this Japanese Steam account that has so much. He's got like almost all the cards for all the games. He's got some crazy Steam like account number. It's it's nuts. Some Japanese
1: guy. I think the more cards wow. you get, like the bigger your your doinker gets in Rust or something.
0: It's well, no, out... is it like? <laughs> well, I know you have to level up your account or some such nonsense. Yeah, like he plays right? Steam
2: the game. Like his account is like level uh, infinity or some stupid shit like that. Well, and you can make uh. money selling
1: those things too, but they they sell for like a nickel or or twenty cents yeah, or whatever twenty but,
0: thirty cents. Yeah. Yeah, but
1: it, but if you do that. And I'm sure that there's people that run scripts that do it. They're not doing it by hand. But there's people that are, like, freaking day traders with them stupid cards. And you wow. know, it's like, and it, I, it, I talked to one guy. He wanted to, like, there was something that I got. Oh, it was hats, right? It was components for Team Fortress 2 hats. And I had bought this game that, like, apparently nobody else owned. And he's like, oh, my God, you got that thing in your inventory. Can I have it? And I'm like, well, why you know he's like dude i'll <laughs> buy you this game for that thing and i'm like seriously what? this is just like a freaking thing he's like no you don't understand i can craft a hat with that and then <laughs> you know, and it's like what and, and he's telling me he, he's like i just i don't buy games on steam he's like i i trade in these components it's like i collect them from people and i sell them to people and really yeah and that was like his thing he was he was getting by you know that paid for his habit right it's like you know coke dealer right you know you don't buy your own that's why you got customers or something but wow yeah i don't know man so yeah those cards are apparently the new crack so make sure you get them in there really virtual baseball cards
0: i've i've got a ton of of cards i don't know what the fuck do with them all you know what oh, I wish select. there
1: was was a select all and delete. That's what I wish there was because oh. I just want them gone, and then, <laughs> it's like ain't nobody got time to click five thousand times to get rid of all them damn cards. You, you
0: know what? You know what I hate. It's like that little green icon comes up on Steam. And it's yeah, like, it's
1: like oh, you got a new thing, and you're like cool. I got a new thing, and then it's like oh, it's a card.
0: Exactly <laughs> like ooh, a friend or a, ooh, a new a gift. Oh, it's a fucking card. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> but people dig that shit. People love achievements, and people love the cards. You know so why be, not? You know it would be awesome.
1: Is if if Valve, oh god, Valve could make so much money with this. If they, if okay, mm-hmm. Half Life Three is a card game, and you have to play it using the Steam trading cards. Uh, right. Like there's some card game in Half Life Three or or whatever. Uh, yeah, because well, they did that with Witcher Three, right? And there was some uh, dude that made a mod. That transformed Witcher Three. They they strip everything but the card game out of Witcher Three, and then it becomes like what? Pokemon. I'm serious, like Whoa. running around hunting for cards. <laughs> Crazy really? and yeah, it, it's it's a it, they built like well you know um, how uh, Blizzard has that uh, what, what's that card game that they've got that they're making a gajillion dollars on
0: Hearth- Hearthstone. Hearthstone,
1: yeah. So it's basically it's Hearthstone inside of Witcher Three. And there's people that play Witcher Three just to play the card game that's in Witcher Three. That's what? become the thing. Yeah. And and they what? were talking about like, hey, you know, we should just make a standalone game that's oh, this. Yeah. And somebody made a mod that just like broke the card game out. And seriously, what? like turned Witcher Three into frickin' card Pokemon. That's crazy. What? Mod. <laughs> oh yeah, so that's that's another thing. Um Unity. Uh how hard would it be to put mod support in there because I know some people that that would probably really need to put some Star trek ships in here
3: um i am at, i don't i don't think it's that difficult you know the way that the game is constructed you know well, lobby everything to in those prefabs right so yes but but what I can do is which is also another interesting feature all right so if if every ship and every you know structure in the game is constructed out of these smaller parts, then essentially all I need to know is the XY location, the rotation, and the scale of each individual part. Well, I can put that in any kind of flat file, so it's nothing more than a simple text file where you're taking the pieces and saying there's a piece here, a piece that's rotated here, it's flattened out and scaled like this. So essentially I can export all of those values from each existing ship and make it so that the values are pulled in from outside the game
1: executable, allowing
3: people to modify
1: the oh, ships. So, but I'd still be I'd still be building with the parts that are in the game. It's not like I'm gonna make a three D model and then suck it into the game. Yes. Okay. And then so that that
3: have, would be the next step is making you, it so that you could add as many parts in as you want.
1: Oh, okay, cool. Because have you seen Galactic Civilizations three and the ship builder in that? it blew my mind. I went oh. in the steam workshop for that thing and people are making like perfect klingon ships. Like every ship in in Star Trek that's klingon, some dude has made them. And it's just like wow. this guy has so much time <laughs> and and skill, <laughs> that's, right? It's amazing. Cuz it's not yeah. like he's using a CAD program, he's using their weird editor. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so they're doing that and there's like serenities in there, you know, all the star Wars ships and all kind of obscure old sci-fi stuff from the sixties is in there and just, yeah, it's, it's nuts, man. The stuff you can make in that game. So, so if I could use parts in your game and start like smacking together ships that aren't even like that detailed, but, you know, just kind of my own designs, that would be super cool.
3: Yeah, I think you know if I added in maybe twenty more parts with the existing nine parts that are in there, you could build some pretty interesting shit.
1: Yeah, and and also if you put a ship editor in the game, that is an exactly. opportunity yeah. for more sliders. Well, <laughs> because you could have <laughs> Normally, so many sliders.
3: Normally I build that stuff just for myself. So, you know, I'm not gonna sit there and hard code and notepad every single one of these ships. I'm just gonna build a little program that lets you do it in three
1: D and when you're done you hit the export button it says where do you wanna save it? Right are, here, are you right listening here. out there indie developers who hard code <laughs> shit?
2: <laughs> Listen to the
1: man. So and then expose it to the yeah. players. So yeah. yeah, it it's weird, man. So many games. Like you know, people will go in and it's like, Oh, well, here's all my missions, you know, and it's like, yeah. Well, how did you make them? Do you have a mission editor? Oh no, man! We hand coded all that shit in Notepad. What? You know? <laughs> and oh, I mean, yeah. like AAA games too. And they're like, "Yeah, it took it was taking too long to build the tool, so we just whipped it out." Give it's me like, a break! Dang. That's bullshit. Yeah. If For it's that, just a flat text file, <laughs> yeah, because that shit comes out when I ask them, like, "Well, when are you going to turn over the the you know the Mission Maker tool?" What? No, Notepad, man. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that's ridiculous
3: yeah it takes forever, and it you end up fucking your shit up somewhere i learned I learned that lesson a long time ago one of the one of the last games I put out was a game called code link and it's like a, a multiplayer version of uplink and uh I oh. built like a a whole back end system for it to where all the guys could get on and All the administrators could add new servers and, you know, clear log files, remove crimes from players' accounts. Then they could create new missions, new software, new hardware, new everything. So that, you know, it it was quite often that I'd log in and find the admins, you know, running some quest or doing something really cool. And I'm like, ah, shit, man, I kind of missed out.
1: (laughs) I missed the boat on this one. You know what we got to do? We got to hook you and Elwood Gilliand up, uh, who we had on here a few weeks ago, because he's a big, like, Mud developer guy, and I, I don't know. Do you do muds or did back in the day, or no? Oh uh, yeah. When okay. I was young. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. I'm forty, so yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so so Elwood is keeping the dream alive. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah, they're they're running uh, it's it's um, uh, ASCII dungeon something. That, yeah, it's it's crazy the stuff that he's doing. But it, but he was oh, talking awesome. He was talking about like all this building stuff and whatever he does, and you know because we were looking at his game. Um, he wrote, he wrote what what engine was that Brian that he ran out of room in? Uh, it was uh basic. No, it was like Game Maker or something. Uh, I think
0: yeah. it was I think it was Game Maker. Yeah, he he
1: ran Game Maker hard into the wall. Like you <laughs> can't wow. put another byte of code in Game Maker, and and he Pretty was much. like, he's like when you're typing because you're you're actually coding in the engine, in the, and yeah, he's like, idea. I'm typing and it's coming up on the screen like a 300 baud connection. And, you know, like one letter at a time. And, uh, wow. and that got us talking. I was like, oh, yeah, modems, right? And then that started us down the trail of, of uh, old mud games and stuff. And he's like, yeah, I'm totally running one. I was like, what? Oh, shit. So, uh, I was like, what? <laughs> so, that's yeah. awesome. But anyway, you guys got to talk because cause he's all into that. And what you were saying about, like, you know, cooking up your multiplayer uplink and, and stuff. So that that sounds like right in his wheelhouse.
3: Yeah, it's totally free. You can. It's still up and running. It's a project I've worked on for about six years just for fun. And uh, eventually, you know, it became an online game, and it just grew from there. But uh, go to codelinkv2.com, and you can download the client and play for free.
0: Oh, cool. How do you jump? I forget. In your game, in Astrox, how do you jump? How do you warp? Yeah, warp. Yeah, there's,
3: like a, there's there's a little button up there.
0: Little button up there. Once oh, is that like the
1: speed it. boost thing? It's not like jump through a jump gate, but it's it's actually like warp across the system or what? Uh,
0: there's an actual warp gate. I'm just trying to figure out how Oh, to do the this.
1: warp gate itself. Yeah, you just... Um, there's an option to just auto-warp, and I click on yeah. the gate and pow. So, it's uh, right next to the auto-target button.
0: Oh. Derp. Yeah. Um,
1: other thing too is on the because basically you're targeting all the enemies by you click on what type of thing you want to target and then it does a you know there's a drop down list and it's sorted what by distance right like closest thing is yeah. at the top of the list, um,
3: but it it doesn't update the distance because when I did that it was just crazy everything's constantly shifting and you're trying to pick a ship to target you can't right. actually select it. <laughs> But if you hit Alt, if you hold Alt and click anything, then you can sort
1: that list even further and ah, say, I that's only what want that, that like was to be my thoughts. next. Yeah, that was going to be oh. my next question is how do I sort this list because it was kind of doing Yeah. It. So if I reselect the icon, does it refresh the list and that way the close things pop to the top? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes, it does. Oh, no. Oh, I died. I, I can't bitch and be like, you ought to do this because you already did it. So – all right, perfect I don't game, know, man. I, 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 I still
3: no, I still like that idea about the the crafting the components and actually fucking up your uh, your modules, and
1: I like that. Yeah, I'll give you the more I play this, and it's it's like I will be playing this after the show for sure. Oh um, yeah, but like the more I play this, I'll feed you a steady stream of bad ideas, just as it comes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, just throw them up on the forum.
0: Yeah, stay Yeah, this game is is there's. Uh, what I like about this game is it's relaxing. Honestly, it's it's chill. Like, Space starvation. It, it, yeah, it's like <laughs> I, I just want to. Ju- I just want to jump into a universe for a little while, and maybe mine a rock, or or kill a kill a kill a uh, what what kill a pirate. You know, and and I I like being able to jump in and just do that for five minutes. Sometimes, yeah. you know what I mean. Yep. It's nice, and you got the the sliders, and you got the random, everything. Now, is there a way, is there a way to make this like a true rogue like? Like I didn't notice. Is there like a permadeath option? I didn't notice if there was. I,
3: no, there isn't yet, but it's coming.
0: Oh, really? Uh, <laughs> yeah.
3: I had, go look on the forums. I just posted about you know how I'm going to
1: add this dungeon. There, there should be the a, dun- a slider, right, for for pain. Oh. And you just yeah. slide it up to maximum pain. You're dead for <laughs> real. But but then if you slide it like halfway, then maybe just like half your shit falls off. And you know <laughs> Ooh, that could be interesting. It'd be like so Diablo, like... right? You have a corpse pinata. It's like, oh yeah, all your shit's out there where you died and you're back in a cheap little ship, go get it. <laughs> <laughs> that could be interesting. All your money's
3: floating in space. That's probably a bad idea. Yeah, I could just have it spit out a bunch of crates and then you have to go back and
1: collect them. <laughs> yeah, what I, I can think of a lot of ways to abuse the player, that would be. So, oh. You have to... See, people, if you make the game too easy, then they cry. And if you make it too hard, they cry. But you got sliders, so it's like, choose your own pain, right? Like, yeah. slide this and, you know, find your threshold. Because there, there's a point of struggle where it's interesting, and then there's a point where it's frustration. And the interesting yes. to frustration is a very fine line. And you so. just
3: try to keep tiptoeing that sucker.
1: Yeah. Well, you played EverQuest back in the day, right? Remember corpse runs? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh man, fuck a corpse run. I'd never want to do that again. <laughs> but it made it, um, yeah, it was very important to not die. That's for really? sure. You know, especially if you're, like, five zones away from where you're bound. Well, good luck. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, it, I like the differences in the system. I'm sorry to interrupt, but oh no, I'm, cool. I, I made it to my first new system, and I like how different it is from the last system in terms of how it looks, how many asteroids there are, you know, how many pirates there are. It's pretty <laughs> pretty great.
1: So, are, are pirates the only enemies that you'll run into, or, or is there yeah. other?
3: Okay. Yeah. And that they're broken apart into the normal pirates. Then you have the pirate officers and then you have the these dead space pirates which d- they'll just warp in out of nowhere and attack you mm. if you fly outside of those that safe zone and then there's the rogue commanders which mm. are also like the dead space officers
1: but you're pretty much the only friendly ship right everything else is hostile to you the- or
3: no, the M- their other NPCs are friendly. You can fly up to them and, you know, if you disarm your guns, you can go open up a communication and you can talk to them and they'll give you
1: recipes and they'll give you hints and tips on how oh. to survive. And, oh, cool. Are they out kind of doing their own thing? I haven't run into one yep. yet. I'm only in the second yep. system. but Yeah,
3: you'll see them going from station to station and mining asteroids. and
1: Yeah, cool. they do the same shit you do. Oh, neat. <laughs> so the do the prices and stuff change in the station? Like, yes. like if you're delivering yes. goods, there's a little dynamic economy going on?
3: Yes. So the, the, the stations themselves have modifiers, and those are constantly changing. You can, you can keep an eye out when you know, good deals pop up by watching the news. And if you check the news link in the station, you can see you know, what's been going on and what's happening. And then you can say, oh, look at this. You know, the prices took a dive here. You can zoom out to your galaxy view, take a look at those stations, view what products they have really cheap, and then try to plot yourself
1: a route really money yeah now can you tell yeah. what the prices are in another station from any other yes. station
0: oh my god yes. you can dude you, yeah i can tell you get zoom out on
1: the phone yep get braven on the phone we got oh
0: my god dude i'm looking oh my god dude, like, if, like...
1: if my ship and elite <clears throat> would just remember the last fucking station i was at i would be happy
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: it uh, you know it's like at least at least if i have been there Keep a record of it, but no, that's why I have a big legal pad next to my computer.
0: Oh well, I, I gotta say that is one that is one thing I love about your game because one thing that can drive me crazy about a game, or just about anything really, but games and websites especially is usability. I am a I am a nut for good usability. Yeah, and me too. If there if there's bad usability, it will dri- it will drive me up a fucking wall. Yeah, I
1: mean like. Have the difficulty of the game be because the game is hard, not because the UI is an asshole.
0: Yeah, I don't want to have to. Like, I was playing a game today called um, Dark Like Conflict. It's a flight, it's a space sim from 1997. It's so weird. No. It's so weird. It's so bad. But the UI and the controls, like, it also came out on the PlayStation and the Sega Saturn. Remember that? Oh, Um, yeah. so, uh, So the controls were. Very simplistic. To the point where there was no targeting controls. Like the game told you what to shoot at next.
1: Or are you talking about like, the first one or the second one? Because there is a sequel to it. The sequel was kinda
0: There's no sequel to Dark Light Conflict as far oh, as Oh no know. no
1: not Dark Light Conflict. Oh god no. I'm talking about Tar Chronicles and then there was Dark
0: Oh, there was Tar Chronicles and then there's Dark Horizon, Dark which are Horizon. both yeah. Which are both kind of shit but i'm talking dark light conflict that ea game the, mm. one with the, the one with the really fucked up graphics you know yeah yeah cuz
1: Cause du- cause uh-huh. dark um dark light conflict is is inedible but um horizon <laughs> if you sprinkle a little sugar on it you can you can kind of chew that turd but maybe. yeah
0: <laughs> maybe maybe <laughs> if you're lucky oh god that game um, but yeah, no, it was driving me crazy because there's no targeting. So, like, how do I know why the computer's telling me what to shoot at next? Why can't I ch- choose the closest target? You know, something like that. Like, why can't I just do this game? So, would you say it's <laughs>
1: yeah, it's better or worse than Forever War?
0: Forever today, War?
1: Yeah, today was your day of pain. It was like the it, great it really was.
0: Thing. Yeah, it was. It, it was <laughs> pretty bad. It was. It was bad. like
1: an all day pain fest. It was, it was like Brian, Brian found this Rubik's cube and he was playing with it. And then like chains popped out of the walls and this guy with pins in his head came out and said, you have to play these games.
0: It was, it was, was, but I chose, but I chose to do it. You know, I chose to do it because I, I enjoyed it. You know, I enjoyed entertaining people, but, um, but yeah, it's. No pain, no gain. Right, but <laughs> I played a bunch of awful games today. And it was fun. Because <laughs> it was fun entertaining people. But it what I mean, some of those games, though. Do you will think maybe
1: play. you played so many bad games that you're overrating this one? Because no. it's like you. No? Okay. No. I just want to make sure. No, I,
0: I played this before. I played the browser version a while back, and I enjoyed it then. You know? I, I enjoyed the browser version quite a bit, so. No, Me I too. <laughs> more, more than
3: I should have.
0: <laughs> oh, no, I, I ran out that one. Okay, yeah, I love how asteroids can run out, you know? Will yeah. they pop back in? I haven't noticed. Will they pop yeah, back in eventually? Back. Oh, okay. They'll come back. So you could totally farm this system if you wanted to for a while.
3: Yeah, and I want to make some options where you, you can set it to where, you know, once it's gone, it's gone forever. So oh. that way, it really limits, you know, your resources
1: and like how much stuff you have. And oh, so the the asteroids will respawn given time, yeah, and stuff. Okay, because I yeah, thought yeah. I thought the asteroids just being uh, gone was the way to push the player into the next system. It's like, well, you're done here. So well, it is. It yeah. is unless they're patient, right? How long does it take for them to respawn? Is it like minutes? So they just have to warp in and out. Oh, come okay. Back and so re- you reset the system, yeah? Whenever. Okay. Yeah cuz I, I was kind of shocked like the first system it's like there's three asteroids and it's like wow you build a star base here for that so <laughs> but you know the the other thing too uh as a mechanic like if you're if you're farming pirates right um uh. i wonder if like y- you keep spawning more and more pirates in um if if they get tougher or not some something that something that says whoa hey stop you know <laughs> let no, the pirates no, cool not,
3: down no not in that sector I mean it'll take a while for them to respond so you'll you'll sit there and you know wait for them but no they'd uh, they don't get harder in that that particular level. So what it ends up feeling like is you can, you can grind those pirates until they get so easy and you're like, you know, I'm really not getting a lot of experience for these. I'm not getting a lot of bounty for them. You know, I could easily kill the next level guys pretty yeah. much just as fast. So let me go ahead to the next sector and then they're, you know, significantly more difficult. And, you know, so it's that it gives you that good kind of feel where, you know, how long do you stay grinding the easy stuff before making the leap? Because yeah, you know, you could spend a couple hours grinding, you know, the level one guys, but you'll progress a lot faster if you start grinding level two after 15 minutes, and then level three after 45 minutes.
1: So is what I'm talking. About. As a designer, did you did you do that on a linear scale, like each system is plus one harder, or did you kind of like did you just play test through and decide like okay, this is the curve. Or, or,
3: I had to. I had to find the sweet spot. It's not exactly, you know, it's not a whole number.
1: That's for sure. Um,
3: yeah, because you expect the like spot. the player
1: needs to be in this ship by this point. So the pirates are going to be like this, and if if you haven't upgraded your ship, then you're toast, right? Or, or you're going to have Pretty a hard much. time. So yeah,
3: you'll start to run into deficiencies where you're like, man, I'm I'm getting my ass kicked too much. I'm I'm spending too much money on repairs, you know. What, what am I not doing right? You are like, you know what? Maybe I just need to, you know, put some money into a better targeting system and, you know, go full lasers. And, you know, you, you can tweak around the modules a little bit and find a, a sweet spot for the difficulty that you're having with a particular sector.
1: Mm. Okay.
3: which also helps the progression. So there's kind of more than one way to tackle it. You could you know, stick with your original setup and your, whatever you've got rigged onto your ship and back up a sector or two and grind some easier guys to get the money to buy the ship, or you can yeah. you know,
1: tweak it out. Oh, you know, that's, that's a difficulty thing that you could do is you have <laughs> a slider for ship insurance, right? So it'll be like, if you die, do you lose the, the whole ship, or do we give you back like 50% of the price of the ship back to your money or what. And that way, you know, if, if you lose, you know, it's like you're flying a pretty expensive ship, you get killed. Well, you don't have enough money on you to rebuy that ship. So you got to rebuy what you can afford and then just build back up to it. So it might knock you back a couple sectors because then you can't deal with what you're into. Right. So, so it's, it's a thing of like Mm. if you spend every penny you got and you buy this, Bling and ship, and then you take it out and rack it. Well, you're back to that thousand dollar starter ship because you got nothing, right? But it, but if you took if you put the slider up to like you know sixty percent refund on dead ships, then you would get sixty percent of the price of that ship back. So at least you're not completely screwed.
3: Yeah, I like that. So so maybe how it would work is, you know, you've got this slider that says, you know, on the far one end of the scale, it says, you die, you lose nothing, you get the same ship back that you had before.
1: Yeah, you just, just respawn right, back at the... Yeah, you just space.
3: respawn, your yeah, last save point. And then you move the slider one notch over, and then now, if you die, you, you know, you lose just the modules on your ship. And then you move the notch over again, it's like, now if you die, mm. you lose your ship... And you get set back. You only get back, you know, half the money. Right. And then, then you move the, the slider again. Now you only get back ten percent of the money. You lose all the modules. And at the very end is perma death. Yep. You die. That's it. You've lost the entire system. If you try to load the game, it just gives you this little, you know,
1: funeral scene or something. Yeah. <laughs> and and that'll make the gives you the stats. Yeah. Exactly. And do it like a roguelike. like like have a have a cemetery. You know, yeah, like, yeah, this pilot got killed yeah. by this. With yeah, and it, yeah. It, it, you you track stats too, right? Like how many things you killed. I do. And <laughs> you mind? Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. That's that's the deal. That's your scoreboard right there. And uh, and you know, if you tweak the score based on difficulty sliders, which I that would be a a hell of a calculation to figure out. But but I it's do. like have an online leaderboard. Like you know, this guy got thinking, this level because and he got the score that he got because he turned everything up to like insaneo difficulty and still got halfway through the game. So, yeah. you know, or something. I'm so. going to do
3: that that it's a feature that's only available when you're playing in permadeath mode. So, you know, the only way you're going to get a score posted is to die in permadeath. So, you're going to try to ride it out as long as you can, oh, yeah. as far as, and and then, you know, when you die eventually.
1: Ooh. Yeah, cuz dude, that that drives people you know, it's like, oh, I got to get up on the leaderboard, right? So, yeah. Shit. Shit. Are Sorry. you having a fire? Yes. <laughs>
0: yes, the uh, the girlfriend is cooking.
1: Oh, there you go. Well, at least it's not like your CPU cooking. It's like, yeah. It's like, wow, the game's pretty tough on the old processor there. <laughs> Set the smoke <laughs> alarm off. But, oh, yeah, thank
0: God. No, hey, this game of- is. Yes. Yeah,
1: sp- speaking of, um, so you you said based in the game description, it's like this game's guaranteed to run on any potato that you have. Or- <laughs> pretty much,
3: yeah, it runs on crap. I'm actually on the laptop that's in that that Steam Greenlight video.
1: Hmm. So I do I do kind of wish like the textures and stuff. Like I'm docked up right now, and and it's like I wish that I could actually kind of crank the textures up some. I don't know if I'm missing a setting yeah. or that's just where they're at right now or or what, but Are are you talking about more on the ship? Well the, the, the ship area? and the environment. Now I, I realize you're doing um in the environment you're doing a uh I forget what that's called. Um but basically like things in the distance get more blurry. Yeah. Um phew, that called? um depth of field. It's like that's the it. focus. Yeah. yeah it's the depth of field thing. Um, can I adjust that? Cuz it's like yeah, off in the distance off. the stations are kind of like a blob.
3: Then and... Yeah. You can turn it off. It's under uh graphics options.
0: Turn one off. Is I've it a slider? Heard. Oh god. The focus. It's,
3: it's not a it's not a slider. Oh, great. It's no. Not a slider.
0: I bloop... haven't
3: I haven't figured out how to do the slider on that one yet. <laughs> I'll get there.
0: Is that the bloom effect you're talking about?
3: Uh the bloom is like this glowy effect. That that does have a slider. What was the um, thing
0: you were just talking about that doesn't have oh, a camera field. focus? Oh, yeah. The
3: camera
1: oh,
0: focus. okay. Yeah,
1: where do I get to the options from?
3: Um, um, still I'm escape, in... I think. No. It's... Yeah.
1: No. Escape does nothing. There is no escape. You're, you're, I think you're I'm in docked. Station. Yeah, yeah. You have to undock.
0: Oh yeah. You can't do it from a station. Oh yeah. Though. Okay. We're good. Yeah, I don't think you can do it from a station. I can
1: crank that skybox up. Ooh, that's pretty. Oh, you can? Yeah.
0: Shit.
1: Skybox Shit. Slider, man, it turns into, it suddenly turns into Homeworld.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. This, this yeah you is... got to wait
1: about a year and then come out with the HD 4K remastered version. and.
3: Oh, my God, don't get me started
1: about Gearbox. <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I nice. really do like uh, the reboot of Homeworld. Although I'm shocked that uh, the Sands of Hegara is finally actually coming out after being yeah. in dev limbo for... Ever. Oh, it's been a long time. 15 years? So, yeah. We need to have Martin back on here to talk about that one. That was, <laughs> <laughs> he worked with those guys for a while.
3: Yeah, he, he I, that was one of my favorite podcasts that uh, you guys did was uh,
1: the Cataclysm... Oh yeah, and the, and the the whole uh, um, the Disney rant was excellent. I I don't know. Oh was yeah, that even on the air. Treasure
0: he, Planet. Yeah, Treasure yeah, Planet.
3: Yeah, no,
0: we we talked about Treasure Planet. Oh, God. I bought like,
1: that game.
3: I own Treasure Planet. <laughs> I,
0: mean, I doubled that game. You, you only I heard half this, the
1: show because when uh, when we turned the mics off, there was another hour and a half of oh, wow. of like uh, you know it was like all right, mics are off. All right, real talk. And
0: <laughs> yeah, I oh, I, I double dipped. I double dipped on Treasure Planet as soon as it came on Steam. I was like, oh! "Is Treasure Planet multiplayer?" I think so.
1: Oh, I wonder if we can do that on Evolve. I don't Oof. know. I never played it multiplayer. Mm. Yeah,
3: I think
0: sure. it might have multiplayer.
1: Yeah, that'd be an Evolve candidate because I bet it does LAN Because whatever other service it is. Oh,
0: dead. and then we can get. Oh, and then we can get them to. Oh, oh we get
1: Martin back for that one. He'd be like, yeah, man,
0: yeah. yeah, bring
1: it on. <laughs> let me let
3: me get in on that. I
0: want to play some Christian.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think it might have. I think it might. Let me let me look it up. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm but gonna... um, so is there any like? Okay, so this is basically people are calling this Eve offline.
1: Yeah, basically, uh, that's the best uh, advertising you can get right there. I agree. It's just, it's this just is for disgruntled Eve players. players. Yeah, I no agree. Sw- but no, I like swarm. that. You, you know, you could actually put NPCs in or a pirate faction that's the freaking goon swarm, and then oh, uh, that would be funny.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, damn funny! But my question is, um, well, is there is there a possibility to add multiplayer at any point? It is
3: something that I've considered. Um, initially, when I was developing it, I wasn't even thinking of it ever being released. I was just kind of building something that I would want to play. Because I was looking for a game like that and I couldn't find it. And, you know, it kind of grew into what it is. But as far as multiplayer, I would have to have, you know, a, a server set up and all of the, the code necessary to manage players and things of that right. nature. So I think initially I would go with more of just like a, the ability to team up with friends in play and play in like a co-op kind of universe where you're in yeah. the same prison as yeah, your buddy. That's
1: really all I want out of these that's games
3: That's really all I grow want, up. yeah. You should that's call really it really yeah. row op
1: you bro, bring
0: your bros. <laughs> isn't that what they call it on bro for Bro Force? Uh, that's awesome. They might call it Bro uh, Bro
1: Up. Speaking of <laughs> Bro Force, right? So there's this game that's on sale right now. It's like two bucks. It's called Kick Ass Commandos. It's it's like the Akari Warriors version of Bro Force. It's like top down shooter thing. <laughs> really? And, and as you rescue other bros, they like stick to you, so then you have Yeah, you know, what was that game? Um Uh, where you'd fly the ship and then you had like a formation of other ships around you that we had the guy on. You know what I'm talking about. Um,
0: Oh, Close Order.
1: Yeah, Close Order. It's like Close Order with the bros. Right? Because as you pick up bros, they stick to you. What's it called? uh, uh, It's called uh, uh, Kick-Ass Commandos.
0: Oh, by the way, Treasure Planet apparently does support multiplayer. Oh, yes. Yeah. Need to nice. fig- it's on, need on like to figure Donkey it. Kong. We need to figure that out. <laughs> yeah, I'm all over that. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, there it is. Kick-Ass, Commandos, Early Access. Yeah, it's ridiculous.
1: I, I'm not saying it's the best game ever.
0: I'm just saying... It's, it's $2.93 currently. Uh, full controller support. Apparently it has kick-ass actions.
1: Mm-hmm. Also, Skydrift, if you don't have it, is 2 bucks.
0: Okay, I was going to ask you about that. Is it worth getting?
1: Oh, yeah. It's, um, it's Mario Kart in airplanes. I mean, like, what's wrong with that? Or uh, Wipeout, if you're a PlayStation guy in uh-huh. airplanes. So, um, and I also, I picked up, uh, it's not on, like, Super Sale, but it's, it's really good, is that Our Nation's Miner. I cannot believe the production values that went into what 's essentially an asteroid's clone
4: <laughs> it 's
1: like i I was maybe it opens up a little more but it but it was kind of like all this open world looking stuff like oh i 'm flying around in the city and all the, I can dock at the store. You actually get out of the ship and then it becomes like a three d environment third person, and you 're your guy in the spacesuit walking around, and you actually walk up to the terminal and interact with it and i was just like this is just mind blowing like how much production value they put into this and it, the whole game looks like a neon sign it's gorgeous and then i got to the first mining thing and then it's it's asteroids and i was like what what <laughs> 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 and it, and it was like That's i was crazy. expecting the arena to be huge right and it was kind of small but the asteroids like wrap around you know on the sides of the screen and stuff it, it's straight up right. it's asteroids I was just like, damn, this is the most blinging asteroids I've ever played.
0: So speaking of sales, uh, this is your first Steam sale, really. It
1: is. It is.
0: And how is it going for you? It's going pretty good.
3: It's it's been kinda crazy, you know.
1: So what are you on exciting. sale for and what is the normal price of the game?
3: I was selling the game for ten bucks. And right now
1: it's twenty five percent off, so it's on sale for seven fifty. Oh, okay. But 10, 10 bucks is a good impulse sweet spot.
0: Oh, yeah. For this? 10, yeah, 10 bucks I figured is, it was. Yeah. Yeah, oh, the, no, that's an excellent price. The way, yeah. the
1: way that I look at it is, like, people on, on Steam sales, like, eventually, you know, after a year or whatever, then your your sales reach the point where the only way that you can tickle sales again is 50% off. So, initially, you have to price your game thinking, like, next year I'm going to be selling it at 50%. yeah. yeah. So it's almost like, do I want to price the game at twenty because I want to sell it for (laughs) ten, or not? Right? It's it's almost like a weird market deception. Um, It is. It is strange. Yeah. Um, You know, it's
3: it's hard to find a lot of information about that. You know, just searching on the internet. You know, trying to find. You know what kind of numbers other other game indie game developers have extrapolated.
1: Um, You're not allowed to disclose your actual numbers, but you can show the graph. Just don't show the numbers on the graph, right? Yeah. So huh. Steam doesn't get weird about that. So the guy that made Dungeon Defenders, and now Dungeon uh, Defenders, I read that
3: too. I read that article.
1: Yeah, the long spiky tail and all that. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. beautiful. I, I love how candid that guy is. And that, that helped yeah. me out a ton, because I was just like, yeah, I'm totally, I know what's going on. So.
3: Yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting for your first time, you know, like uh, learning that whole back-end process, so everything behind the curtain. It's you know one administration menu nested inside of another and nested inside of another and you're just like oh it's overwhelming at first but it's it's worth it in the long run.
0: It's it's it sounds it. I mean it sounds like you're having a great time with this. It's I so-
3: am man. I'm having a blast.
0: Well, I I gotta say what what it sounds like is this is not your primary income, which is why you're not like stressing it. I'm guessing no, it's not all. your. Yeah. See that that's nice because. We, we do talk to developers where, like, they put their, all their eggs in this basket. And, I mean, that's what they do. I'm not judging that. But at the same time, it causes a, a level of stress for them that I wish they didn't have. You know, I hate seeing these folks so stressed out about their games.
3: It's crazy. And I, in, even being in a position where, you know, this is, this is something extra that I still lost sleep over it you know when you're when you're creating something and you're putting something out there for the world to take a bite out of and you know it's a, it's definitely a scary kind of feeling to mm. not to not know is it going to be successful is it going to completely flop are people going to be receptive and enjoy it and see the same thing that i saw in it or are they going to be completely the opposite and be like what the fuck is this bullshit and you know like totally hate on it and you never really know and it's taking a chance and it's, it's definitely stressful even well, if there's no- nothing monetary involved at all
1: if there's one thing we've learned from the internet it's that people will hate on some shit so, oh, yeah. <laughs> so. well. it's like even the Boy, best thing howdy. even the best thing is going to find like the 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 mo- the i would say like 90% of the conversation about the best thing is hate for yeah. some reason, like nobody, no, and the, and the, that kind of, uh it's become a business model, especially like on YouTube, right? And it's kind, it's finally starting to fade out. But it's, but it's like angry gamer, snarky gamer, cynical gamer, you know, oh jeez, douchebag gamer, you know, whoever those guys are, Um mm-hmm. I won't name names, <clears throat> biscuit, but, uh, <laughs> you know, it, and um, oh, what's his name? Yahtzee, right? Like Yahtzee was i don't have a problem with him because he was the initiator I think of that um and if if not the guy that started it he's the guy that actually like made it work right like he he drew the the huge audience um, it, but he's actually got something to say right and uh and it, and it's like a lot of the other guys are just like rant artists but it it's weird like the the tone of the internet is kind of like that it's like nothing can be good enough and yeah so so it's almost like, as a game developer, it's like, man, I'm making the game for who, and you know, so yeah. so it's it's kind of like uh, the unfortunately the people that seem to like the product are the silent majority, and you only hear from the douchebags. So that's get that's, discouraged. Not,
0: that's not just typical of gaming. Well, that's ty- it's, I mean that's our- typical of. Not- it's typical of everything. Like I work in a very client-facing industry, and like you never hear from clients when they're happy. No, ever. they don't
1: call. They yeah. don't call support to say their computer's working fine.
0: Yeah, but exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But when, uh, but when, but but when, uh, when shit hits the fan. Yeah. So how have you found fan response to this game? It's it seems to be fairly positive from what I've seen yeah. on the forums and whatnot.
3: Uh, uh, it has been. It's been very positive. i again, I've been really shocked. You know, it's. Everybody seems to be into it, and they're enjoying it. And anybody anybody that has a gripe or a a concern is usually one I have myself. So you know, we kind of (laughs) agree. And I don't know; it seems pretty good.
0: Well, that's a great attitude. But one thing I think uh, that keeps people positive about this game is it doesn't ask too much of the player. Like it's not overtly complicated, like we were talking about before. But it like it gives more than it asks for. I think. Yes. You know what I mean.
3: and i and even on the on the page itself, you know, I kind of wanted to be just really upfront and explain exactly what it is, and you know I didn't want anybody to buy the game and think that it was going to be something that it wasn't, you know, and feel like they got ripped off or you know cheated exactly.
1: somehow you yeah know, I'm well not and, the, and the controls maybe because i've I've played Eve before, right, so the controls it was just no brainer I'm like, oh yeah, okay, I can slide that, and that's the engine speed, and you know there's my cargo, and here's my things, and thank God you have tooltips on everything. Thank yeah. you. Because <laughs> games know. that have, they have like this Byzantine freaky interface and then they don't put tooltips on anything. And it's like, Oh my God, really? So <laughs> it's like, well, look on our wiki. No. no. <laughs> yeah. So
0: yeah. Tooltips are, are a big thing for me. It's nice to see a game with just an overabundance of tooltips. It, and they're, and they're so not great.
1: obnoxious tooltips that take up half the screen either. They're just yeah. just enough. and just, just enough to tell you what it is. Yep. Exactly. It's like, this is probably not your first video game. So, you know, that always amazed yeah. me too. Like, every time you would buy, like back in the day, right, you get a console game. The first page is like the epilepsy warning and the second page is how to stick a disc in your system. <laughs> and it's like, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
3: like I'm the, not
0: surprised at all. Yeah. But anyway. I
1: think it's only
3: gotten worse. You know, when I grew up playing video games, you were lucky to get like a three-page booklet that had some really basic information on it, and, and half the fun of the game was just learning how to play it, just figuring out what the hell was what. You're like, I I moved the stick and this dot moved. No, that's and why you gotta buy the
1: strategy guide. That's a business model.
3: Oh, there wasn't even strategy, guys. I'm talking like mid '80s. You know, yeah. I was I was on a Commodore 64. Right? Oh
1: yeah, those. Yeah. Yeah, that stuff. That's so, I... so at the height of PC gaming, the golden, oh, well, silver age, right? We'll say, um, was whenever you could get games from Simtex, like Master of Magic, and then you could get a hint guide that was like a freaking telephone book, and and they yeah. would just be like, here's every number in the game. Like, you know, we <laughs> we hide nothing. It's all here. And it's just like, damn. So, you know, if you wanted to be like a scholar of Master of Magic, you're one book away. Um, and then uh, the TIE Fighter hint guide. I think that's Brian and I's favorite book.
0: Oh, um, uh, man. So great. Yeah. I
3: have fond, very fond memories of TIE Fighter.
0: Oh, who, anyone who has ever played it should. Yeah, What's it? TIE Fighter? Shut up. Well,
1: man. my... <laughs> You can tie it in a bow. You can. Uh, well,
0: yeah. Great news, Ace. <laughs> <laughs> what?
1: So, yeah, uh, yes, yes. <laughs> did, you, did you? Um, have you seen speaking of Tie Fighter? Um, so they ported over all the missions from the original what? Tie Fighter into X Wing versus or X Wing Alliance, rather. So you can so put the entire. Theoretically, I haven't done it, but I was looking at the, the website and there and there's YouTube videos of the guy. He's he's playing the like inspect the transports, you know, the, that first Tie Fighter mission. He's totally mm. playing it. So I'm like, oh, okay, that's legit. Um, wow. But, so I did a video that uh, it's up on my channel, and I'll have to write something because I, I wrote a thing for Tech Raptor about how to do it, um, but it's how to mod up X Wing versus Tie Fighter to get. Or not versus TIE Fighter, X Wing Alliance, rather. I wish you could do this to X Wing versus TIE Fighter, it would be beautiful. Um, But X Wing Alliance, where I have X Wing Alliance running in 3440 by 1400, and it's like, you know, super crisp, all brand new graphics, and it looks like a 2015
0: game. It's crazy, <laughs> um,
1: wow! And, and it's just like you know you get the game what like five bucks on GOG. Is it is how much are they selling it for this week?
0: Uh, six dollars. Uh, the clo- the cheapest you've been ever ever able to get it is like six bucks. I
1: okay, think. but so worth it because six oh, yeah. bucks and you smack two mods on it. You get the widescreen mod and you get the the dark saber craft pack, and it reskins every stinking texture in the game. And then you're
2: and adds uh, skyboxes and all kinds of other stuff.
1: Yeah, it's oh, it's wow. like if there if there's any pixel on the screen, it has not been untouched. Then oh, oh, I'm oops. gonna have to get that.
0: Hey guys, guess what? Guess which game Evolve supports? Yay! Which one? Tre- Treasure Planet. Yay! Oh. <laughs> I'm putting, I'm adding that to the list. I'm adding that right now, actually. <laughs> because that sounds like it would be amazing. You should uh, have that's...
2: been great news, Ace. The great Hall news supports Transplanet. <laughs> is that going to be a thing from now on? We're just going to be like great news, Ace. Only only Ace is on
1: the show. It'll be
0: stupid, <laughs> It should be a thing. Stupid fucking yeah. robot. Oh
1: man, we should we should start the the show. We'll get rid of the tie fighter intro and we'll just have that Azmeen <laughs> bass music.
0: Uh, can dude, we get dude, dude, just dude, dude, that mu- dude, 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 Can we get just that Oh music? yeah. Oh yeah. Oh no. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know, that might make people run away in terror.
1: Great news, be... Brian. No. <laughs> <laughs> what? <So> <laughs> <laughs> we can probably the find the voice actor that did the robot. <laughs> oh, yes. That's good.
0: <laughs> so, Jason, Oh no, we j- should find him and go. Our, Great news, Ace. This is Space Game
1: Junkie Podcast. This is, is our first post. Star Wars show we have not. Oh,
0: it Star is, Wars. isn't it? Yes. Yeah, that's true. Jace, have you seen it?
2: I have not. Oh, oh, spoilers then. Well, let me tell you all about it. So, in the first act, <laughs> yeah. So,
1: so the movie ends with Chewbacca screaming con and <laughs> it was painful.
2: Yeah, and and the doctor shows up with an army of Cylons. Oh yeah, it's, it's pretty great. <laughs>
0: it was a fusion kind of thing so how many ships are in this game like, uh
3: 33 i think 33 Holy.
0: 34 30? wow i'm only on like the fourth i got oh, yeah I man sh- it
3: gets it gets deep
0: i just got a frigate which i'm i'm really so deep. Um, i'm really <laughs> so tight i oh, just yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fuck yeah what oh, oh jesus <laughs>
4: What is going Did on? You see the the TV spot. This is used? no longer a
0: PG thirteen show. Yeah. But, oh, god, the space uh,
1: bar. I didn't know about that. Okay. So. Oh, oh yeah.
0: wow! I didn't either. Holy shit!
1: What does game that do? Of oh my god! It's it, the map. Whoa! The map. That, that is an in system map. Holy shit! If homework was only that good. It, it shows so, you
0: where everything is.
1: I know. Oh my it, oh, god! That's Island, and I can see my house from I, here.
0: I can see the pirates, and I can see the the, the few asteroids that are left, and and the gates. And, yeah, so oh. it's basically like
1: turbo mouse wheel. So what's what's awesome about that? Like, roll the mouse wheel all the oh. way out, and you go clear out to the star map.
0: Oh my god! That is amazing. And then you can Thought zoom right back in, and then you can zoom right back. Oh my shit! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my shit. And Nine this game could have what up to ninety systems. A hundred. A hundred. How does? What do you do with a hundred? Like, how do you? What? Does it just get more and more difficult? Yep. That's so the crazy. more systems,
1: the harder the game will get at the end because yeah. it's on that curve. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's right.
0: Oh my god. Because
1: okay, I, I was wondering if like the last system is always the maximum difficulty. So if you have like ten systems, you're going to ramp from zero to like hardest in 10 or if you have more you know or does it actually get harder if like 11 will be harder than 10 but if i it, only put 10 then it never gets harder than that you know um so it,
3: it kind of scales out like i think once you that? get over about 25 systems it starts to get progressively worse but i think before 25 it's not too bad Oh, okay i think the difference between 10 and 25 Mm. Like, if, you, if, you, if you're only playing 10 systems versus if you're playing 25, the difficulty's so, not So it's be like, crazy.
1: 10 systems, I'm not going to need to get to that super titan battleship thing. No. Right, no, okay. No.
3: But when, once you complete it, once you get through, then it gives you the option to say, okay, you ready to play again, you get to keep everything you got, but now you get to adjust all the settings and play a completely new map.
0: Oh, so really? Actually, so it's like New yeah. Game Plus. You
3: just keep going, you just keep going. So you can be like, this time I want to be quick. I only want to mine 100 rocks, but I want it to be hard as fuck. I want there to be some – I'm really there to farm pirates, so I want it to be difficult. But as soon as I'm ready to be done with it, I can farm 100 rocks, and I'll be finished. And then I want to create another system after that and then make it, like, huge. So, yeah, you can you can adjust it. You keep, you know, you keep That's everything. That's
0: amazing. That is amazing. Now, how do I've never, I got to ask, how do jobs work exactly? They're just jobs and you just fulfill them? Think of it
3: like a a post it board. You know, somebody's just posting up, I need this. If you show up with that, there's a button that says complete. You click
1: it, there's your, your money. Yeah, think of it like Steam achievements. Like it's there, whether
3: you
0: know
1: about it or not, and you just might do it.
0: Cause see, I'm used to games where like you accept a mission and then you yeah. do it, you know. But this scene, this is—I was like, "There's no like accept button. Oh, you just do it." Yeah, there's more.
3: Inter- inter- yeah, there's just d- more unnecessary interface involved in that all. all uh, of that. When, when we were talk
1: 'cause because I brought that up earlier, and and he said, uh, you know, he had considered doing a traditional accept the mission, do the mission kind of quest system, but right. then just decided like, now nah, that's bullshit. and We'll just, you know.
0: I'm sorry, folks. I've been distracted.
2: Well, you're playing the game. I know. Playing the
0: game, and it's a fun. It's it's just a fun way to spend so, your time.
2: <laughs> on that board, though, do those do those things stay up there? Like, if you see something, like, oh, I know where I can go get that. Does it stay there, or do they just rotate through?
3: Just? I'm not. Sh- I'm not sure I understand the question.
0: Uh, do the jobs cycle in and out, or are they oh static? yes,
3: yes they do. They slowly cycle through, so eventually they will disappear.
0: Okay. Oh, oh. So you you got to really get on that so, shit. Well,
1: if it's gone, it's gone. Or if it if it has been completed, it goes away and doesn't come back.
2: Or yep. Okay. Yep. <laughs> oh. Yes, to all of those things. <laughs> I see. Pretty much.
0: Oh, wow, that's nice. But if but if I it's... don't
1: complete it and it just expires and goes away on its own, can it yeah, recycle it back through? Um. Yeah. Well, similar job. But they're all created randomly and dynamically, so uh, there's
3: okay. Technically, never going to be two exact ones. Gotcha. Uh, one, will say, you know, bring me this much, and another sale will bring me that much plus one. You know, so it'll always be a little bit different.
0: Right. So. So, yeah, this sounds like a great game where it sounds like the opposite of EVE Online and the fact that with EVE Online, okay, I've got three hours to do a bunch of shit. Okay, I'll just do three hours to do that. But with this, like, i got five minutes. I'm going to mine a rock and upgrade my gun, and I feel like I accomplished something.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's much
1: more instant gratification.
0: Which is really, really nice.
1: Yeah. By the way, that depth of field thing, because I turned it off. And the game looks like 10 times better to me with it off. I, I would say default really? off to off. Yeah. Because yeah, you couldn't see that. the stars in the background, and now the stars pop out. Because were because of that blur, it just kind of they faded in to the background. Oh. But now it's actually a, like a skybox. So
0: Really? I'll have to try that.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll have to uh, take a look at that. I'm definitely going to put a slider in there, too. Yeah, because it it just needs to be like less because it's if it's to, <laughs> when in yeah, doubt
2: add a slider. Well, it's it, <laughs> yes, it's, yes. Yeah,
1: it, well, it's to the point where it like smears out the stars, so I don't even know that they're there. I just thought it was like a black, you know, whatever. And then I turned it off, and it was like bang, you know, it was it was like George Bush million. Points what did of light. you,
0: Jim? What did you turn off?
1: Camera focus under options, graphic options.
0: Oh, I definitely turned that off. Yeah, that's really great.
1: Yeah, cuz if you turn it on and look at the stars in the background they're gone. So. Right.
0: I got to say I love the zoom out thing. That's my favorite new thing. Every game should allow this much level of zoom out and zoom in.
1: I oh agree. my god.
0: Oh my god. And you know this what is... the
1: best part is? The best part is that I'm not going to the map and then trying to plot coordinates in three dimensions with a two-dimensional map. You know, home yeah. world. Yes. 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 Because because it's just like you pick the thing
0: and you, and you fly just go to it. the thing yes. you go to the fucking thing which is nice I mean it's 3D which is great and like yeah things are above and below but yeah you do the fucking you know you click the thing the,
2: you... the thing that the thing that's really weird about um, Homeworld though is like you plot the course and then you have to like right click and drag it up and down and yeah it's gnarly
1: really so, obnoxious so speaking of right click though I I have a thought um, because when you left click on an asteroid or a ship or whatever, it selects it. And if you right-click, it also selects it. I'm I'm thinking if you right-click on it on the list, it focuses the camera on it. So it would just spin the camera to face that way. And that way I can just be like, where is this thing? And, and right-click. Because I might want to manually fly, you know, but, but it's just like I, I can't guess in relation to me without targeting it where it's actually at. And then if I have autopilot on, I'm, I'm going, right? So, because that, that kind of freaked me out the first time. I was like, oh, there's pirates. Let me click on one and see. And I was like, oh, God, I'm going there. <laughs> yeah. so, but, by the way, is there is there a hotkey for target closest enemy? Um, No, there is not. Okay, so I've got auto target on, so it takes care of itself, yeah. but. But I was kind of looking for, you know, like, okay, I'm in a fight, and how do I target the next guy without turning on auto target? And it was, I, I was having Eve syndrome because you have to go over. It's like, oh God, I'm dying, and I have to click yeah. all this stuff on a list. <laughs> at least, at least you don't have like a uh, eight point font that I'm trying to yeah. read crap. Uh, they they finally did fix that in Eve. I don't know how how recently have you played it? Because Hunter and I played it about two oh, it's been ago. a couple years. Yeah, at least two years. They they will give you like a what fifteen day free trial or something. Oh really? Yeah, and it it's worth it. Like go sign up for a new account and just play it for a day and see what they did to that game because it's it's wanna... way different. No, I'm talking to Jace, not you. Okay. Um, because it's it is ridiculously better, although still really? not great. But yeah, it's like the, some of the irritations are there, but the the UI is vastly improved. Well, that's good. Yeah, the UI used yeah, to be like the hardest that part of that game. Yeah, it was pretty thick.
0: So. Oh wow! I just like one shot at a fucking pirate because I've got five yeah, medium seen, lasers on this frigate.
1: Have you seen Eve Valkyrie? The that demo oh, video that they put out. I want that
2: game. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen it.
1: So it yeah, looks it's, pretty pretty it's cool.
2: uh, it's their new um. Flight sim first person shooter cockpit cockpit simulator.
1: Apparently like, it's going to ship for free with Oculus Rift. If you buy an Oculus you're getting that. So,
2: yeah. I've been, It's not it's not like a MMO like subscription thing. Like it's it's a standalone game.
1: But it's a starfighter yeah. game. It's not an Eve game. So, it's it's like X-Wing Tie Fighter style.
2: Set in the Eve universe. Yeah. yeah.
1: Which would be really interesting if you could actually interact with the other EVE players, but I don't think that they're going to allow that. It's going to be like a separate game, almost like that dust thing was.
0: Huh. I, I like that. Oh, wow. I found cra- I found stuff. So I, I like that if you zoom out, like, oh, there's just random crates shitting around the system. Yeah. For some reason, that you can loot. I would never have seen them if I had not looked for them.
3: Yeah, just um, I think Alt click on any crate, either on the map or in the list, and it'll pull up all the crates on the map.
0: How do you see crates on the on the targeting thing? I didn't even know how to do that.
3: You can bandbox, draw a big bandbox, and see see what's out there.
0: Oh, oh man, I really dig this. I just gotta keep playing this. Um.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think you need one more button that's like other. Right, so it'd be like if it's none of these things, give me a list. That would be a unless bad you just idea. want crates to be a mystery like that, that people have to remember to hunt for. But
0: so so now that I know this is a full title, I'm definitely going to be doing a Let's Play series. I can't wait because I I've been playing. We've been playing for like an hour now, yeah. and I feel I have a frigate and I've got guns on it. I just killed a bunch of pirates, and it felt satisfying. Even mining rocks. Nice. I gotta say, I love uh mining in games. Uh especially games like Jumpgate and whatnot. I did enjoy mining in E when someone wasn't fucking shooting at you. You know,
1: there's only so, one thing better than mining and that's trucking. So mm, and this was mm. originally called like space trucker or some something. That's was. right. See Yeah,
3: that's right. That its prototype was uh space trucker. <laughs> it was it was I was making a flash game and I was finally like, you know what, fuck this shit. I'm finally moving to Unity and I abandoned the whole flash thing and actually went back to it for a second,
1: and then threw it away again. And <laughs> you know that was, yeah. that, that what would be that hilarious is if you do. had a ship piece that was actually like a Kenworth cab, and that was the nose of your ship. Like no matter what the rest of the ship is, it's got a Kenworth on the for a cockpit, and <laughs> and then you can I was haul, you can haul some square pigs up in that shit. And yeah, did you see that Being movie? A, be,
3: you know, being a big fan of uh, the RVs, I was I was thinking of the the old Lone Star RV flying in space. Oh yeah, Winnebago. Yeah. Oh man.
1: So so there was a movie. It's got Dennis Hopper in it. It's called Space Trucker. Trucker. Oh yeah, I remember yeah. that one. Yeah, yeah, with the square pigs and. The...
3: <laughs> yeah. You remember if... Space Pirates?
1: Yes, Ice Pirates. Uh, oh, no, it was space the Ice Pirates.
3: Pirates. It was Ice Pirates.
1: You know that was a movie that was so better when I was a kid, and then I, I oh, watched dude, it again as an adult. Note: it, no, it, well, it just didn't have the same power. I mean, the space oh, herpes is the space herpy. It's going to always be. Yeah. Great, but...
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that movie
1: so much. So, new space balls. Mel Brooks is confirmed.
0: Why can't he just make Jews in space? I know, right? <laughs> like we've been waiting. That's what fucking needs to happen. We've been waiting for this <laughs> yeah, since <baby>. 1983. <laughs> Since 1983, we've been waiting for fucking Jews in space.
1: Maybe maybe the, the star of David Destroyer can be in there somehow, right? Like, just a cameo in the new space balls. Just have he it in the background. He might bring it back. He's, he's crazy like that. He is. I'm surprised to find out he's actually still alive, because isn't he, like, 500 years old or something? He's, he's, he's pretty uh, he's up, there. up there.
0: He's pretty, yeah. pretty up there. Now, I just leveled up. My My... Player just leveled up. So what exactly does that mean? Because I noticed there's a university. I kept forgetting to ask about that. So I leveled up, and apparently I have skill points. Yes. What do you do with that?
3: You can go to the university and spend them to train up on skills.
0: Oh, and that makes your engine more fuel efficient. It looked like, or uh, or
3: whatever, whatever skills you decide to train. Now there are more skills available in higher level systems. But again, you know, do oh. you try to? Do you try to save your money up and sneak sneak through the gate to get to a different station a couple levels up so you can buy something good and then run back to where you were and try to beat everything and build up again and so you can kind of make like little little uh like ninja runs you know two <laughs> or th- system two or three systems ahead to try to get a better laser or better something for your ship you know so you can spend your money wisely
0: that's great. <laughs> Yeah, because so, it sounds like there's just a lot to do. I mean, you're thinking all I do is mine and shoot pirates? Well, no. <laughs> there's a lot more to do than
1: that. I thought it was pretty wild, though, like my little ship. And I had enough money, you know, because you start out, you got like 10 cargo. And then I bought this cargo expander, and then it's like you've got like 500 cargo. And it's like in this? <laughs> it's like I have a little Honda <laughs> yeah. set here, right? Yeah. So I don't know if you bolt a cargo pod onto the outside or something. Because that, that's one thing. is like You don't really have any visible difference to the ship as you upgrade things, right? That's so, right. And that,
3: that's a, that was also kind of a byproduct from the Congregate version that I'm no longer limited on. You know, I've, I was working right. on a, a newer project um, called uh, Starship Commander 2, which is a sequel to an older game I made. And I was fooling around with... Uh, homeworld style controls and you know 3d space movement and you know controlling larger fleets and i had it set up to where individual modules so that turrets were actually on the ships to where they turn and they all had their individual you know attributes that would affect how they fired and
1: oh, you cool. know
3: but, yeah so but they had a visual element to it and I was considering hey that's something I can now kind of translate back into Astrox, mm. you know get it there and actually put the modules on the ships and give them the attributes that would so allow here's them to-
1: here's a thought that I had, and I think with your idea of of like ship designing and stuff th- this would work perfectly and simplify your life so if you had um like choose a cockpit module right. Whatever you want your cockpit to look like, and please put the Kenworth in there, um, but but that's just bling, right? But then out the back of that, if you just had um, like like the Discovery in two thousand one, it had the ball on the front, right? And there's a long mm-hmm. stem that comes off, and then there's an engine at the back. So your different modules could be like donuts, and you put them on the stem, right, in the order that you buy them or whatever. So so it's like, oh, I have a cargo pod. So the cargo pod will be there and then in the next slot I have a, a you know a weapon so then there would actually be like the weapon module behind the cargo module and like the more modules I stack the longer my ship gets. Yeah, that that would definitely be interesting cuz that way um, that way it's like Lego blocks and you're just snapping modules on.
3: Yeah. That 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 would definitely be tricky.
1: Um completely possible, of course. Mm-hmm. I was thinking it would actually be simpler because you just model each component as one thing and then you stack them because it would just be a linear stack. of Or, or would would that be a, like a physics problem because then you have to bind a bunch of separate components and drag no, them act, together?
3: Act, actually, what I would do is I'd probably create hard points in the, the individual ship information so that regardless of what module you had, it would know where to place these modules. So that as you would rearrange them in the garage, it would move them around on where they're
1: placed on your ship.
0: Oh, uh, okay, yeah. that makes sense.
1: Yeah. Or or it would just be, well, yeah, I guess, because it would be dependent on what module, right? So, yeah, okay. Because I, w- I was just thinking, like, well, if each module, like each box in the... Uh, you know, the paper doll for the ship would just be a a piece of that stem of whatever. And, and if, uh, if you only had like, let's say you have five slots for active modules, but you only have one fitted, then you would have a ship that looks like a pencil with like one module on it, but you would see like, oh yeah, there's like four open slots and I can plainly see it. Like I could stack four more things.
3: Yeah, so. so it would have some kind of shape to it that you would yeah. recognize as an empty slot. Same with the static slots and the modulator slots. Hmm. You know, maybe oh. maybe the modulators always show up underneath, like little, like like uh, the old tubes used to plug into the radios,
1: like these yeah. funny
3: little things sticking out the bottom.
1: Yep. Well, because I, I was thinking like the the cargo boxes, because I, I was uh, I was talking with James, that's making shallow space today, and he was. Uh, looking for ideas for his cargo ships, right? And he's uh, he's also good friends with the guys that made Nexus the Jupiter Incident, and it's actually their forum that I was talking to huh. him So I've heard w- good things about that game. I've never played it. Yeah, it's really good.
0: Oh, it's really, really, good. really good. I've, um, heard, I've always really good. heard good things about that. My
1: struggle all day today has been to get the multiplayer to work, though, because we want to play it, and it just crashes every time I start the, the thing.
0: Even even with Evolve?
1: Uh, no, it's, it's not about that. It's like if I go in and I say start the server, bang, crash the desktop. So it it has nothing to do with the network stuff. It never gets that far. Um, and there there's reasons, right? There's like some conflicts in the files, the way that it got distributed. And you have to like unpack a, a, a big tar ball of files and then put them in the right place. And it, it's a little involved. When I get it to work, I'm going to zip it up. <laughs> And I'm Uh going to put it up on my website and just be like, here it is. Um, And that way you don't have to futz around with it anymore because it's just like, holy crap, it's difficult. Um, But there are people that have it working. So maybe it's just Windows 10 in combo with that or I I don't even know. Um, But anyway, the cargo ships in that, uh, whenever – I love the design of the ship because it's kind of like that, right? It's like a long, thin ship um but the cargo ships they have the engines at the back and then you know some stem that's got some fuel tanks and stuff and some solar panels and then there's like the the cockpit module which is more like the bridge of a of a ship right and then yeah. um kind of like on a star destroyer right it's got like that raised bridge thing there's that and then in front of that it's like on a container ship how they have those multicolored rectangular cargo containers there's just, like, a stack of, like, a hundred of those that's the nose of the ship. So it's basically just, <clears throat> it's just got, like, a, a Lego assortment of cargo pods that are together, and it's just, like, got a big engine bolted on the ass of it, and it's pushing that through space. That's really pretty cool. much how
3: it would really be. Oh, know? absolutely. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> They're not gonna you know, waste money
3: and shit on a whole bunch of fancy curves.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, it's, no. it's, it's like it ain't that Imperial Courier and Elite, you know. That's all yeah, like a Corvette. Nah. It's just like this is a freaking box with an engine on the back, and you know how else they do just it? don't Matter like a train, they would
3: pull big ass long strands of Whoa. clumps yeah, of shit.
1: Heavy Metal Queen, baby, because that's yeah. the- <laughs> Hunter knows what I'm talking about. I don't- Hell yeah, trying- man. The the cowboy bebop episode, heavy metal queen.
0: No, I'm oh, not, not. that.
1: Space it's a great truck one. It, it, they told oh. you, man. It's it's a giant cargo ship. the The opening of the show is like this thing coming into dock, and it's almost like one of the heavy metal movies where you know they're blasting like metal right. music. What what is that like Iron Maiden or something that they're they're jamming? And uh, I'm not
2: entirely sure. It's just an awesome scene.
1: Yeah, it it is great. It's it's like the probably the best two minutes of cartoon on YouTube, and uh, <laughs> good time, but yeah, that's that's totally the deal. So I was just thinking like, well, if you bolt cargo stuff on, then you could make it look like a bunch of like cargo boxes or something. You know, that'd be like that section or, you know, but and the, that kind of expanded into the well, we could just stack everything like rings on a pole.
0: You know, what, I gotta say one last thing, and then we gotta wrap it up. It's a little thing. But I love how when you have unused modules and you go from one station to another, you still have fucking the same unused modules.
1: But do they take up cargo space? No. No.
0: No. I'll they're just you. with you. They're oh, just fucking yes. with you. How does that you.
1: work? You should be dragging them on a, on a rope or something.
3: Um, no, I, fi- I figure they're small enough they're not actual cargo. You know?
0: Yeah, th- yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So it's nice because right now I got my laser guns... On them, and then I could switch back to my mining guns, and do some mining. Blah blah blah. So, yeah.
3: And if you if you choose to leave your stuff behind, you can rent you can lease some cargo space at the station, and then you can drop stuff off and unload it at the station,
1: and it'll be there when you come back. Mm. Can you do that with commodities as well?
4: Yeah. Oh, so
1: I can I can like buy up all the water in the system, and then when they get desperate, then I sell it back to them. Yeah. I can I can break your economy. Sweet. I'm going to get to work on that right away.
4: <laughs> I'm going to be like oh, Lex
1: Luthor, right? I'm going to just buy up all the water rights. Oh no, wait, that's Nestle. And uh, yeah. Go ahead.
0: Well, well I got to wrap this up. I'm sorry. I'm I'm all expecting guests. Right. But
1: Oh, congratulations. You're expecting. Jace. This yeah. has
0: been a this has been a great show. You have a really great game. Folks, you really need to check it out. I mean, for even at full price for ten dollars, this game is worth it because it's fun. It just, it just boils like we said—the essentials, the fun. It boils the, it boils out all the crap, <laughs> and what you're left is the chewy, chewy nougat center.
2: Of it, i abac- cut off all the crusts, and you um, have a great sandwich. Oh, oh <laughs> you know of a,
0: of a of the best grilled cheese sandwich you had in your life. I'm, I'm the cut, serious. the though. crusts have been cut off.
1: The, you have to you have to mm. be priced about ten fifteen bucks right uh, in in the current market. But if you bling these ships up right, like if these looked like the ships in Eve, this is a twenty dollar game, twenty five dollar game, easy. Like it, it's just to get the consumer to look at it and I'll say, oh yeah, I, I'm going to you know, come I'm out. Already... With that. Hmm.
3: I've improved the uh, the graphics. Oh yeah, a they, bit they, already.
0: they they already look better than the uh, the um, the browser version I I played like a year ago. Yeah, I'm I'm yeah. just saying
1: it, perception of the customer on Steam when they look at the screenshot, then they're going to look at like the ship. And if the ship was like really the coolest looking thing in the game, because right now the the ship is like the least cool looking thing and everything around it is good you're right so you're so if the on, ship yeah. was actually like you know the coolest thing on the, the screen, best yeah, yeah then people are going to be like fuck yeah here's 30 bucks pow you know and
0: well at the same time that makes the game again run better on a r- better variety of hardware yeah well Which, i mean this is the thing that's moving around the most this is the thing that's your focus on the, is the most. So if you have a lower mm. poly count here, well,
1: you could have a it, low poly count, but you can still have a bling ass skin on it Yeah. Whatever, right?
3: So there's a there's a middle ground there and then, you know, you just give the people the ability to switch it on and off.
2: All, all right. I can say is I'm excited for the continual development of this game and what you got coming, dude. This is really good stuff. It yeah, is good. If you said this is ah. the game
1: I'm done I'd still pay 10 bucks for it. But oh yeah. If you're saying like, "Oh, more to come," then it's like sweet.
0: The fact yeah. that I could, the fact that I could keep building my shit and get a really good ship and finish this universe and then take everything and move on to a new one, yep. that right there is a reason to keep going. You know.
1: Yeah, maybe it's like Diablo. Then you know, like you finish it and then you turn it up to like hell difficulty and
0: exactly
3: start exactly. over. That's what I do. Yeah, yeah. Exa- exactly. But I, I need more. I need that permadeath. I need that feeling of like <laughs> you know I can't, I can't make these <laughs> crazy. You know, mistakes and get myself caught somewhere.
0: Right. Awesome. Well folks, the game is Astrox oh god, what's the subtitle? Jace what's the subtitle?
3: Hostile Space Excavation?
0: Thank you. I can never remember that. All I remember is Astrox. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you need to know. That's all. I, it, it's it's right now during the Steam sale. It's going for seven forty nine, I believe. But the price is usually nine nine nine. And guys, I mean, thirty three ships, up to a hundred randomly generated systems, with combat and mining and and uh, trade, you know, and dynamic missions that people just need shit, and you fulfill those needs. There's just a lot to do here. And if you like Eve Online but don't like other people, this (laughs) this is the game you really want to play. You know? If you like, wow, the game gameplay of Eve Online is great. It's just ruined by all these fuckwads, then this is the game.
1: And like hell is other people,
0: right? Exactly. Or or like uh, Roy said on IT crowd, I don't like other people. People. What a bunch of bastards. You know. it's so true it's so true so folks um i want to thank you for watching tonight's show one a couple of show notes uh tomorrow um if you're if you're watching this live tomorrow uh is the last day of my staycation streaming and it's a giveaway day so i'm going to be giving away copies of Zigfrak defect the star Wolves series and x rebirth so if you want to yeah, well, I have three copies. Oh. I got to do something with them. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> are you giving away all three, or are you gonna? Yeah, I'm giving away
0: all three. Oh, good. He away doesn't away want to three. keep them. What? What? Do what, them. what do I need them for? Uh, so, folks, if you want to stop by and try and win one of these games, and Elliot, I'm talking to you, one game. He, this guy Elliot shows up for every stream. I love him to death, but he's like, I want to win everything. Nope. <laughs> one game, you should,
1: dude. You should make it like. Um, oh God, what was what was that show? Well, that used to be on TV. It was it was like a Monty Hall thing. So they'd let's have make, they'd have like three deal. doors, right? Yeah, it's like, let's, let's make a deal. deal. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. okay, so you won this game. Now you could trade that in for what what games <laughs> behind, behind door, door number, number one.
0: Two. <laughs> you've won a
1: cow oh you got x rebirth
0: (laughs) (laughs) you won some goats (laughs) and by that i mean i'm giving you my copy of tomorrow War. if you
1: you do this i will absolutely i will buy (laughs) a copy of um of bad rats and that (laughs) way or um god what's that other game
0: that's so, the Pony Princess game that no, everyone was no, giving away two true years true. ago. <laughs> you,
2: you know, a game that we need is Hello Kitty Space Alpha, Adventure.
0: Alpha Zylon.
2: Yes, yeah, that's, that's the, it. That's, that's the one. The one.
0: The one give away. Alpha Zylon.
2: Alpha Zylon, the
1: game that no one has survived. <laughs> it's like many have played, none have returned. So,
0: Elliot, I can't help that I'm dating a woman with the, the, your first name as last with two Ts. I can't help that, man. Anyway, um folks I want to thank you for watching Jace. You've been a fantastic guest. I wanna thank Thanks, you guys. for for ending your seven hour drive with us. That was uh, it's you, been great. You could have said, fuck off, I need a shower, but no, you 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 manned up and, and came onto the show like you said you would, and that was That's awesome. That's right.
2: Yes, sir. <laughs> so Hey, let us know when you add wings to that one Obega. we'll come check it out. <laughs>
3: Oh, yeah, man. Uh, You could probably get on my Instagram account, which is just my name, Jace Masula, and you'll see pictures of my Winnebago. That is pretty awesome. Nice.
0: That is J-A-C-E-M-A-S-U-L-A. Is that? I'm pretty sure. Okay, yes. Thank you. So uh, thanks, guys, for watching, and I'll see you tomorrow. Next week, we're going to do a review of 2015. And uh, we're gonna look at see what's ahead in 2016. There's no multiplayer this week because of New Year's Eve. So uh, we'll see you guys. I'll see you guys tomorrow. And the podcast. will see you next year. Have a good night, guys. Bye bye. Bye. See ya. We're out. Ah, oh, good show, guys. Awesome. Good. That was sh- fun. Oh, that was a lot of fun. That was a really fun show. And this is a fun game. I would keep playing it, but I got people waiting for me, so I got to go. So I'm about to cut the call. Because I I have to go. But well, final
2: thoughts though. To be honest with you, it you've been one of the better guests we've had in a while. Oh yeah, yeah. really? I mean, we have a. I, I've been pretty moderate. You're, I you're you're like didn't go crazy.
1: You're like uh, even better than the final frontier guy.
0: Oh hey, shut up.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: We're not streaming now. Okay, good. Everyone,
2: <laughs> let's not talk about the final frontier guy, oh, please. I God, chewed my our, foot off to get sure. out of that. Track. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so no Jim, Jim, I was telling call about it. Here we go, guys. Jim, we need a safe word. Like a safe phrase. Yeah, it's called wrap use. it up. Space <laughs> no, no, no. Like, debate. <laughs> like something like that. Some kind of safe phrase where like, oh we gotta we gotta roll this shit. Like it's not like starting the music at the Oscars, yeah, but, but it's a verbal like, version.
1: Yeah, it's like oh, I gotta shit.
2: Was, no, no, like, no. Like, but a, some
1: AFK like no and I just
2: no, that, hey listen guys we got we got to go to the moon so we got to cut the call um
1: space <laughs> VRB
0: No seriously the the thing he used last time with the my neighbor's got some shit that's going on I got to help him with it that actually worked I know that's so like maybe it's, it's like
1: sp- when you're on a date and then you you like call yourself Right. And... <laughs> That's why you carry two t- two cell phones on a blind date. Left pocket. Oh, it's just right like right you pocket. you
2: uh you go to the bathroom text your friend to call you in 5 minutes. Exactly. Yes.
0: Yeah. Oh, oh man. God. So so yeah, we, we need to come up with a with an emergency a- emergency exit, a See, safe Jace word.
1: Is, Jace is going to go hunt down that show now if he didn't listen to it. So he can, so you he can hear
0: the Yeah, Jace, it's, it's The right. show, it's show about the <laughs> Uh, it's like Final, Final Frontier. Frontier. It was like a month ago. Yeah, you know so what was sick a, is the guy had really sick.
1: nice ships, man. Those were great, but then we found his out ship, he like downloaded them from somewhere.
0: His ships are beautiful, but the gameplay was terrible, and he had no personality.
1: Well, no, um, he wanted to talk about like everything no, but his game. He's like, yeah, uh, man, you got cats, huh? <laughs> no,
0: and we were talking shit. about his game, what and he was fuck? like, and he was like, yeah. oh, yeah, man, we could do anything we want with this game."
2: Oh, Jim God. and I, Jim and I, are in a side chat, just beating our heads against the wall, trying not to say anything. <laughs> that get, that like that God. was probably
0: that was probably the hardest show. Oh, shit, that was done. hardcore, man. That was the hardest show we've done. And yeah. Jim and I had to talk the other day, and Jim was like, "I just want to be able to tell these people that their game is shit." I'm like, you can't do that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, He's like that's it, man. No can't. more Mr. Nice Guy. No, you can't no, do that. I, I think it's almost like a favor. Right, it's no, just like you no, know,
0: it's not. You, a can, you can tell. At the end
2: of the episode, we revo- re- review the game. At the end of the episode,
0: <laughs> we're not doing that. <laughs> it's
2: like it's kind of like it's kind of like um you know America's Got Talent. It's just like you know.
0: Oh God, we're the judges. Oh God, like... so one of us has to be a snooty Brit then. Oh, I-, I liked your development, but I think your, ex- your execution leaves a lot to be desired. we got to do it. You gotta do it you gotta do it in the, the walking voice, I guess. You know
1: I'm gonna get a bell from my desk and be like this game is fucking ding, shit. Ding ding ding. <laughs> ding 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 ding. <laughs> like did you watch that video that I put up in the no. Oh God like, I put it in your I have
2: never I have never I have never I have never David bought an expansion David. that was this bad <laughs> David David
1: What is this Sunshine What the fuck are you doing mate? Ding 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 <laughs>
2: Talking about the horizons expansion for Elite <laughs> Dangerous. Yeah. yeah. and he's like, he's
1: like ha- it's like an open letter to David Braben. He's like talking to Dave. You know, he's oh, like, no. Dave, damn it. <laughs> yeah. <You know? laughs> it's like I I bought the first game and it got me through a rough part in my life, and and then you came out with this, and it's just shit. <laughs> and it, but it's it's like it's not like he's just uh, a rant guy, and he's just angry or whatever. He's funny mm. as hell, and it's kind of funny because it's true, right? But it's just, uh, yeah, because <laughs> because his whole beef is basically like, look, we bought into the beta, like we we paid you know like seventy five dollars or whatever to get this fifty dollar game, and then oh. a year later you're hitting us up for another fifty bucks, right? Mm-hmm. Yet. If somebody else comes in and they just walk in off the street like, "Hey, I want to buy this game," they pay the same money, but they get what I already paid fifty bucks for right and it's it's like, okay, I, I see your beef, but sir, you have never played EverQuest because EverQuest would be like five expansions in, and they wouldn't make you buy all five. It would be like you know you get the you get the snowball at the end, right? like if I buy in three years in, I get everything that's come to this point. Mm -hmm. Right? Because they don't want a barrier to entry like that. Like, oh, I want to buy Elite, but it's a $120 game. Well, we've seen what's happened with that, with Star Wars, right? So, people kind of rebel against that $120 game. Um, Same.
0: Anyway. right. so I added Treasure Planet to the multiplayer thing. Uh, Unless anyone has, like, do you want to do it sooner or later? Because I have it on February fourth, right now. I uh,
1: I want to do. I got to make sure I have it though. I think I do, but I got to uh, make sure. When do you have the Freelancer Star Wars thing scheduled?
0: Uh, okay. So right now the schedule is one seven. Uh, January seventh is Klingon Academy. Mm-hmm. Uh, January fourteenth is Star Lancer. <laughs> January twenty-first is um, probably the st- the community edition of Starfleet Command.
1: Yeah. Can I can I make a suggestion though? Before- sure. Okay, let's not wait until the day of the thing to find out if Star Lancer is going to work or not. Like, okay, we should no, 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 we, sh- we ASAP.
0: Oh yeah, no problem. No, we'll okay. we'll definitely test these beforehand. We yeah, we should not be doing that. I've still got anymore. it
1: installed, so like this weekend... Yeah, so do I. We fire up, uh, of all, oh. and make sure. Oh, that oh, that sounds
0: works. perfect. Yeah, that sounds perfect. We should do that with a few games in a row actually. So maybe over the next maybe uh Saturday afternoon?
1: Yeah, let's, morning make, a, or afternoon. let's make a thing with that. Also, um well you probably heard toward the end there uh but I'm going to do a thing with Jack on the on the weekend as well. Yeah,
0: what is that? What is that? Um
1: it's basically like looking at uh it's uh Starfighter Incorporated. Oh. cuz it's like you showed up late there. He showed me about a half hour of that thing that came
0: Oh. Outside. Um but yeah. So and what's this game you want me to get on Steam by the way? Um, that ass commando is the other one, the plain one, the Oh,
1: oh, um, Skydrift.
0: Drift. Ah, Sky uh, yes. God, Steam is so jacked right now. It the is, man. The search, like, doesn't search doesn't work. thing
1: is busted all to hell. It you
0: only, only works nothing. on the front it only works on the front page. Hmm. Like it doesn't work at all. It doesn't work at all from the, any of the other pages. You have to go to the front page to make it work. Yep. And or you're there. Or you use Google. It's ridiculous. Um, but anyway, guys, I gotta go. Jim, we'll hook up this weekend to get some of these multiplayer games tested. Do you have Klingon Academy?
1: I do have it. Um, I need to make okay. sure I can get it working again because we had it well, working the one time.
0: Yeah, uh, there's. Um,
1: so I might need the. I, I might need to find the install CDs again. Uh
0: yeah yeah gotta, I might
2: need to find those too
0: yeah yeah you got to install those and then there's a few patches. Hang on, did I I. On the wiki, there's a page that tells you exactly how to do. Yeah, throw a link everything. to
1: that up actually in the Space Game Junkie uh, Facebook thing, and that way okay. everybody sees it.
0: Um, Hang on, yeah, because I remember right?
1: there was like the patches that I had to do, and I saved them all in a folder just in case. Yeah,
0: yeah, so did I. So did I. But there's the one thing that that page doesn't tell you is with the um, the 1.02 patch, mm-hmm. it will not, it will not, it will not run on its own for some reason. You have to use Seven Zip to open it, the EXE file, like a zip. You have to open it like a zip yeah, file yeah. and then drag the shit over to your Klingon uh, Academy directory. Okay. That's the only thing that. Yeah, page I think does I extracted
1: it and left it extracted too. So yeah,
0: that's what I you have to a, do. Yeah. yeah, that's what you have to do for that. But other than that, this uh, there's like three patches you run, mm. and then you run the la- once you install once, and then you run the launcher and it'll give you all these resolution options. You can run it at like full 1080p. Oh wow it's great all right so we can try that but we we can definitely try uh star lancer and probably treasure planet as well um
1: again yeah, jace if you want to get in on any of this shit that we play we do this on thursday nights generally
0: yeah thursday um,
1: it's, right? it's open like if you if yeah if you uh you know because we schedule the games ahead and if you got it come on down
0: yeah we definitely no. scheduled the games ahead. i'm going to be putting all this on the calendar on my website and on the steam group it right. It's just too complicated to put them on Facebook. <laughs> such gotcha. a pain in the ass.
2: Do you own right, space? Well, Beast Terror Fright? I don't know Oh we need to do that again my yeah God, we do a good game. Do you yeah, like we space
1: do. Hulk? this is It's like Space Hulk and Doom mixed together and uh it's four That's player awesome. co-op It's supposed to be co-op except Brian's shooting everybody in the back. Because <laughs> apparently like, oh. they fixed
0: that though. He's like, "Oh
1: god, a spider! Kill everybody!" So yeah.
0: <laughs> I'll save everybody the trouble and kill us all. Right, exactly.
1: That that's one of the few games though that actually it's got the right formula of stuff that's going on, like the the music and the whole heartbeat thing, and just like the the noise that's echoing through the ship and shit, and it it. It's like it gets your heart going because it's yeah, like, it really oh god, does. this is so tense. And it and it's kind of like graphically, it's kind of a potato, but it doesn't matter because it's actually you get emotionally involved in the game, which is yeah. something that few games can do to me, other yeah. than rage. Um, <laughs> yeah, a lot of games trigger rage, but but yeah, this is this is a thing where it's like you're just intensely into it, and then like bugs jump out of the wall and eat your face, and, and you just have to giggle. So, yeah, it's a good time. That sounds awesome. Yeah, it's, it's a great so game. It's and, and the one thing, the reason that I brought it up, um, the way that we started the whole Thursday thing, that was actually the first game that we played. Um, well, no, we we were playing X-Wing versus that's, TIE Fighter, yeah, and then we got those yeah. guys on to play that. So we were actually playing it with the developers. So that's kind of the thing, is like, if we play something, we try to get the developer to come in. And awesome. played with us. And uh, yeah, like, well, we had, there was one show, and it, and it wasn't in the normal podcast, so you probably weren't even aware of it, but we had Martin on, and we were playing Sword of the Stars with Martin. And we had a bitch mm. of a time getting it to run. Cause, uh, now, he's he's ex barking dog. Is yes. right. Well, yes. He, he's, yeah, yeah and, and Cerebus, Kerbros, C- yeah. Cerberus. Yeah. So, yeah, he's he's head of that circus right now. And uh, but he's actually the guy that wrote the story for Homeworld One and Two, as well, which oh, all shit. came out in that, yeah, they brought him in because he was he was one of the managing editors at computer games magazine, and they brought him in to a script doctorate and then once he had his foot in the door, he just stayed in the industry and never went back to writing so but he did a good job with that, and then you know the whole uh, Sword of the Stars universe and stuff, which that that rabbit hole goes a lot deeper than I actually realized it did. They did like a whole bunch of lore for that. Um, but yeah, it's it's pretty cool. But he's it, we had him on playing Sword of the Stars, and and if you thought he was hilarious on the one show, oh god, he was just mm. off the hook because he's like, ain't nobody listening to this. I'm gonna just say what I say, and <laughs> he yeah. he was should should I say raw? So he's amazing.
0: He's amazing. He's amazing. Anyway, guys, I have to go. Thank Jace again. Thank you so much. This will go up sure, in a, man. this will go up in a, a day or two. I'll let you know when it goes live so you can share it with sure. everyone. I
1: sure will.
3: Right. I Ruby. appreciate it, man. It's been awesome.
0: Hey, what's, Thank your, you, everyone. what's your
1: Steam name? Uh, Momo Guru.
0: M O M O Guru.
1: That's it. All right, sleep. I'll throw you an invite. All right. Awesome.
0: See you guys. Have a good night. All right,
4: guys. Bye.